living large and take a charge, big boy. Listen up, it's Danny and Tay, and we are heard. Hi guys, welcome back to Heard the Podcast. This is Danny. And we are joined again with Tommy. So now we have Tommy and Taylor. So yes. hi everybody. Yeah. How you guys doing? All right. But no, for real though. Um, so it's a jam-packed episode. I always say that every episode, but whatever. Um, so there's a few things we want to talk about, but I want to say this though. Happy belated birthday to uh Taylor. Her birthday was, I don't know if oh, it was yeah. March, if it was February 28th or March 1st, I'm not sure. Yeah, um Okay, yeah, because she was because she, oh. <laughs> she was you were born on February 29th, right? Yeah. I would personally make it the 28th if it was, you know what I'm saying, but whatever. No, because you know, if the 29th came this year, that the like March 1st would have been the day it fell on, technically. That I mean, I guess. That would have been the day. I mean, I yeah. But any yes uh before uh we start into the messy topics um i wanted to we always like to highlight certain things um so before i get into everything i want to say that um heard the podcast we are um shouting out and featuring highlighting black women creatives on our page right now um it's called black women create and so far we have posted um jayla who um, is the founder of the Bijan brand. Um, it is a skincare, health and wellness brand. So she makes all of her products herself, natural, looking with natural ingredients. So we highlighted her. It's on our um, podcast page at Her The Podcast on Instagram. Um, and then also we highlighted Courtney. Courtney is the creator of Odd Charm. And Odd Charm is um, a handmade, cra- handcrafted um, earrings that she makes herself mm. um, in nice, cool, geometric, eclectic styles. They come in a, in an assortment of colors, so we're highlighting her as well. Um, but yes, um, this is episode 90 of Heard the Podcast. You can um, listen to us on all podcast reading platforms. Um, we are uh, we are present on Twitter and Instagram at Heard the Podcast. You can uh, subscribe to our channel, um, H-E-R apostrophe D, the podcast on YouTube. And... Um, we are almost at 3,000 views on the Nomani clip yes. that we posted a couple weeks ago. So I'm pretty Woo-hoo. excited about that. I'm thinking of a nice little graphic to talk about. That. I don't know. I might do like an outcast song or something because it's 3K. So I don't know. But anyway, <laughs> um, yeah, so that's that. And um, yeah, so um, I wanted to also bring up Perch Credit. So Perch Credit is um, a... Uh, let me see, like a platform that Jay-Z um, invested in. So let me go on the, to the page. Let me make sure I say this correctly. Perch credit um, can be used for reoccurring expenses such as subscriptions or rent as credit history to improve your credit score immediately. So I mentioned this with Tommy last episode. Um, this was mm-hmm. an investment from Jay-Z, but this is founded by, let me make sure I, um, founder, one of the founders um, is Michael Broughton. Um, he is black, a black man, so that's amazing. I think he's in his early twenties as well. Um, Ooh, yeah. Yes. Yeah, so mm. uh, Michael is a young entrepreneur. Studied, studied business at University of Southern California, aka UCLA. No, I'm sorry, UC, USC. Sorry, aka USC. So he studied business at USC, which is a big deal. Um, he came from a military family. Um, he, <clears throat> grew, he grew up in South Korea and Japan. Um, then he moved to South Dakota. But yes, he is one of the founders of um, 
uh, Perch Credit, P-E-R-C-H. Um, the other founder is, I'm trying to say his name correctly, I think it's Hayush or Hayush. Jane is A-Y-U-S-H-J-A-I-N. I believe he is Indian American. Um, and he is also the co-founder of Perch. Um, and that's just amazing. And then also there's a, a black woman, Shamara Carney. She is head of PR and marketing. Um, so I, I'm, I'm okay. assuming that she is responsible for the brand identity and the way that they post things on Instagram. So it's, it's their page is beautiful, actually. I love their logo. I love their color scheme. I love everything. Um, so I, I was really happy when I saw this and I hit follow so fast and I went right to the app, the app store to download everything. So right now I'm on the wait list to, um, to perch credit on, um, the, um, the Apple app. Same. So I'm really excited for that. Uh, Cause I want to get credit for these damn Spotify, uh, should I be paying every, every month on time? Like so shit. I'm just saying, have you, um, um, t- uh, saw that Taylor? I haven't, but I will. Have you seen that? Mm-hmm. I'm yeah, you definitely, definitely download. Yeah, I'm I'm on the waiting list. I think me and Tommy are in the same cohort. I'm about to be with y'all. Can't, on the, I'm yeah, on the- I'm I'm definitely on the waiting list. Um, can you also explain the cohort? So how co- that works? So cohort cohort. Um, from what I understand, is basically like your group. So since it's, mm-hmm. since it's such a new app, I'm guessing they're still trying to work out the kinks, and you know, it's such a capacity because, like, I guess Jay Z's and Jay Z's name is attached to it. He's one of the investors. Um, so I'm guessing it's such a high capacity, and like, a, you know, it's a new app, and I've never heard of this before. I've never heard of like an app helping you like track your credit and helping you like um get credit for your subscriptions and stuff so um, a cohort is basically like the group of people that you um signed up with around the same time yeah Mm -hmm. so i guess it lets you in it lets you in in groups i guess yep so and i am in cohort 27 same we're in the same cohort yep yep so um i'm really looking forward to using that app because let me tell you uh uh-huh I pay I pay my Netflix faithfully that $18.99 ridiculous $19.99 comes out of my account every month going up too ridiculous yes it's ridiculous it's actually (laughs) ridiculous I'm so glad it's I'm so glad it's in it's on my um grandma's Xfinity plan because girl I cancel my Netflix so fast (laughs) my thing is is that with Netflix is that um there's a cheaper one I think for $13.99 what is the the standard price I think it's you 15 now. The standard is 15 now, I think. Oh, but because my TVs are HD, oh, automatically I have, have no, the... I have no choice but to get the 18. <laughs> I'm like, that's some boom. They look for every little damn thing. But yes, Jay-Z, shout out to Jay-Z for mm-hmm. making these major investments. That's what you're supposed to do, man. He is just, oh, man. Anywho, so movie. next on the next on the shout out list is Marseille Martin. So Marseille mm-hmm. will um, Disney is picking up a show called Saturdays, produced mm-hmm. by Miss Young Marseille Martin, sixteen year old Marseille Martin. I love her. her first show, her first te- television show. Um, Saturdays is going to be by Disney, um, and it says that Disney has land has handed a pilot order to saturdays a single camera comedy about a young girl and her competitive roller skating crew from 16 year old blackish star marseille martin via her genius entertainment and writer executive producer norman vance jr um um, will uh, will direct so she has her own production company called genius entertainment 
Um, and she will be working with a writer and executive producer, Norman Vance. And he is known for role bounce and girlfriends and all that stuff. And Charles Stone III will be the d- director. Yep. Oh, wow. I think this will be a good mashup, especially with the other the other um, producers. Uh-huh. This this is going to be a nice mashup. It's going to be a really good show. I hope it has yeah. a laughing track. A laughing you know, like track? Like yeah. Oh, yes, mm-hmm. yes, yes, yes. Yeah, and um, when and she said... I wonder what they mean by single camera comedy. I almost said the same thing. Um, yeah, I think... I'm thinking like The Office. That's like a single camera. The way The uh, Office yeah, said, like yeah. how the camera is like one camera going back like and forth. a reality show. Panning back uh, and forth. Or like um, if you ever saw Brooklyn Nine-Nine, Mm-hmm. That's a they single camera thing. show as well. The, the the little panning, the pan, the camera pans left and right, up and down, all that stuff. So and it gives it more of like a, it gives it more of a, um, of like a rawness, I guess. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. Um. So that's really exciting. I'm really happy for her. I'm really happy to see that she's, um, you know, just elevating at a young age and just, you know. And then lastly on the list, uh, I don't know if y'all heard, but Rihanna is about to launch a Fenty like black hair care line, child. Yeah, yeah, girl. She about to she about to release a Fenty black hair care line. So it says, um, her company, her company, Roy Raj Trade LLC. I hope I said that right. Filed an application for Fenty hair, according to the document filed with the United States Patent and Trademark Office. The brand would produce shampoo, hair straightening items, hair waving preparation products, bleaching and coloring products, as well as hair glitter, hair glitter. She's so, taking um, over. She's taking over. So yeah, I just you know I, she got you know, her hand in everything. Yeah, I, I mean I guess why Except not? Music. You know, she's gonna be uh she's just she's an empire at this point I guess you know. Mm-hmm. It I'm thinking. Of, it no. What? I'm I I am excited to see what's gonna happen, but uh, I don't what? know. I kind of feel like you know when you dip and dabble in too many things. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. I just feel like right now, it's great that she is working on a hair care line. Mm-hmm. But I think I would want, I would want Rihanna's weave more so than her her hair, hair care, care product. I think it's weave. I think it's weave. Really? Yeah, I think she's going to have weave. So it says, um, under the patent, like under the um. It will produce shampoo, hair straightening, whatever, whatever, whatever. But I also think I heard that she'll have like her own Fenty weave or whatever. So it's going to be okay. Under the this Fenty, Fenty hair weave thing. now it's going to be, under, it's going to be under the Fenty hair, the Fenty hair trademark. Because I've never, I'm sorry, but we, I've only seen Rihanna do like leave outs. Like she'll do weave and she'll have a leave out, but yeah, I've never seen her hair. So it's like you never seen her hair, her real hair. No, I seen her real hair. When she's she's worn her real hair like out, yeah, I've only seen her real hair, hair when she was like sixteen. No, she used to wear yeah. real hair curly for for like five minutes. She did. When you sure that wasn't a no, weave? that would be a weave. weave. Yeah, sometimes it would be a weave. Well, it look it look real good. I, it really looked like her real hair if it wasn't. I forgot. I can't think which video it was. She was like a music video. That means it, that that means it was fake for sure. No, it was she weave. Used to wear, out, she used to when she would go out, her hair was like that too. Like what? It was only, she she literally wore it for like it looked it looked like if she had braids and like took her hair out and just let it be crinkly. That's what it looked like. Maybe on vacation. It was kind of blonde. She when I saw yeah. her, she was on the beach. 
Yeah. So maybe it was a case. Oh, uh, I think I know what you, that was Weave, girl. I. I think I know I which one you're remember. talking about. It was about. so long. It was so freaking long. Ago. It was really long ago, and she was. I think it's on the documentary. Okay. But do you see what, what I'm saying? Like the thing heart. is, we she's known for rocking multiple weaves. So it's yeah. like, mm-hmm. and I sometimes much... people don't know better because I think it was a magazine cover where she had like a wet, like curly look. They were like, "Oh my god, her real hair!" No, it was a wig. No, that's calm that's down. A wig. <laughs> <laughs> calm down. It's just a good wig. Like that's it's just that it. she her leave out her hairstylists are really good with with matching her leave out to her hair. Right, uh-huh. they match it very well. Yeah. Well, I mean, you gotta remember though when when people when when millionaires come up with these brands and like all these things, it's not just them behind it. They have a team. Oh Oh, yeah. Oh, they're not just doing that on their own. They're just the face. So I'm sure. So mostly, she's gonna have experts behind the scenes that really can like you know test things out and you know Mm -hmm. maybe maybe she probably educated herself first before filing this trademark and before like committing to this whole thing. So that could be knowing her, knowing how she is. I feel like she did do her research and educate herself first, but she definitely has experts helping her for sure. Yeah. 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 For sure. But what I'm saying is like to make it like when you putting out a product and then someone's the face of it, you want something, you want it to be relatable. You know what I mean? We don't know Rihanna for wearing her natural hair. We know her for weaves. So if she was selling weaves, mm-hmm. I can understand. But like hair care products, it's like, girl, we ain't never seen your real hair. How mm-hmm. I'ma trust that. Yeah, you're right. But I guess I guess because see. of your Rihanna, it don't really matter. But then also, I was just thinking about this the other day though, with um Tracy Ellis Ross's um natural hair care line called Pattern. Uh-huh. Like she's mm-hmm. a mixed, she's a mixed black woman. That's why I was questioning. I'm like, should I even get her stuff? I mean, even though she's mixed, she that's how I was trying to I was going on her. Types. I mean, duh. Unquote. I mean, yeah, they're gonna say that. They're gonna say that. But like I went on her Instagram page and stuff on the pattern beauty page, trying uh-huh. to just like find like you know different hair diversity, you know, different hair texture diversities or whatever. And I, you know, of course, I saw like my hair type in pictures and stuff, but it's still like mm, this is a mixed black woman. So I'm like, I'm a, a little bit weary about this. Um, so I was gonna plan on doing more research on it before I purchasing. Exactly. It. So so even imagine saying. in her case. Even though her hair she, is natural, she, she wears her natural hair, and still, she's getting mixed reviews on even buying it from people right. that don't are not mixed. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's like it has to be. I feel like the face should be, you know, trustable. Someone that faithfully, you know, their hair. Someone that's yeah. relatable, basically. Yeah. Understand like, that like maybe, maybe she feels like doing. I'm not. I'm not. I don't. I'm gonna say maybe she feels like doing it. Maybe. I mean, even though she wears a lot of wigs and weaves, like those are protective styles, and she That's is not. So maybe she, you know, what I'm saying maybe she. I'm. I'm sure she takes pretty good care of her natural hair underneath all those wigs and weaves. So That's true. Know, yeah, maybe she just Beyonce. That hit, Beyonce real hair long as shit. Beyonce yeah. long as shit. Long as shit. Yeah. Yeah. And then also, and then also, you know, she, she, Brianna's not a professional makeup artist, but she has a makeup brand. You know what I'm saying? But the thing is, it's just a a business move because when it comes to hair and makeup, those things, the beauty industry in general is lucrative. So it it makes sense to, to make, to, to uh, build a brand off of hair and makeup and shit. So, right. That's true. That is true. That's one of the main things people watch on YouTube, the tutorials on how to do this, that, and the third, like you know, yeah, them them beauty YouTubers get a coin and reviews on these products. Like, think mm. about it. That should go PR a long packaging way. and shit. 
Yeah. Yeah. That shit goes a long way. That yeah. is very true. Yeah. So, okay. So on, so before we get into the, uh, the topics and stuff, does anyone else have any like random shout outs to uh, say any like highlights or anything good? Cause it's going to be some trash from, from here on out. Just oh God. Say shout out to blue Ivy for getting her Grammy. Yes. Woo-hoo. I do want to shout her out. We'll get it. We'll get into that in just a second. I know. I just had else? to shout my girl out. Yeah. My cousin. <laughs> um, Go ahead. She said, "My cousin, my cousin. That's your cousin. Yes, my cousin. Yeah. Anything else? Because it's gonna get, it's it's getting real ghetto. Okay. Um, let's go. Oh God. (laughs) Okay. So the okay. So the Grammys, the sixty third Grammys, um, took place a couple nights ago. Um, I watched it, and I really want to hear what you guys have to say, especially Tommy, being a musical artist. Um, Mm. but first, I'm gonna top this off by saying, um, you know, when it comes to the Grammys, I'm always excited for the performances and the outfits. Those are my two main things I'm excited about. Um, and. Yeah, so I was definitely excited to see Megan the Stallion perform, Cardi perform, Doja Cat perform. I was super excited to see them perform. I was super excited to see Silk Sonic perform because I know that Bruno Mars yes. is, a, is a showman when it comes to the stage and the music. I, I know he's going to give me a vocal. I know he's going to give me a performance. I know he's going to give me an outfit. Like I was super excited for that. Um, and I, and for the most part, I really enjoyed Silk Sonic's performance um, and Megan's That's performance too. That was my favorite. Um, so I do have some things I want to cover about the Grammys, but I'm going to let you guys go first and just like feed in from there so go okay go ahead tommy <laughs> i mean okay i'm gonna be quite frank with you guys i was not able to watch the grammys not even the performances on youtube if, i watched I some of the performances i watched uh cardi's performance i watched mm-hmm. doja cat's performance um i watched megan and i did see you know Megan the Stallion received her award for best um, new artist. Mm-hmm. Um, and I did see small clips because I was I was out and about. So every store I was going to, I was seeing it on the screen. But um, but you I, saw Megan in the performance, right? Yes, 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 yes. Okay, so what do you think about that? I thought I thought it was okay. Uh-huh. I thought the stage was amazing. Like especially when Cardi first opened up, like it was, it was, it was great. The whole stage, the outfit, the hair, the makeup, everything. Mm-hmm. But um, mm-hmm. I will say though that me. Cardi, <laughs> <laughs> listen, I am not gonna be messy, okay? Me. No, no, good girl. I'm living it. I said it's gonna be ghetto. No. It's gonna be ghetto. No, so I, I think that. I'm I'm seeing a lot of reviews saying that Cardi looks pregnant. Pregnant? Yeah, I mean, she, she might did. be. And I think she tweeted out. She said, "Um, you guys." She said something about something mm-hmm. like, "You guys, you know, my body was really aching, and like, you know, she basically said she she gained 18 pounds." She was like, "You'll see why said, you'll my body changed." You'll, you'll know, yeah, like you'll that. know why soon. That's what she said. So I don't know. That's I mean, so it pretty much sounds like that. But what I will say is, because Megan and Cardi's performance, they had like a little joint performance or whatever. It went, it went, you know, it kind of like merged together. Um, yeah. I will say this. I always enjoy, I enjoy Megan a lot because I know that she's a natural dancer. So I know that she really gives a lot of effort when it comes to the performance of the show. So for the most part, I did enjoy her performance, her savage performance and her body performance. I enjoyed it. I agree. I love the, I love the tap dancers that came out. Um, and yeah, so I enjoyed her performance for the most part. Um, they were still, I, I, I don't really agree 
agree with her outfits sometimes with Megan's outfits sometimes. I don't agree with oh, sometimes. Goodness. Um yeah. I say that. that that yeah, red that carpet look. Oh, oh, I was talking about the, I was talking about the stage. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So you didn't like the, the, car- the, the stage one? The sparkly joint, not too much. That 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 nude the corset? The, the no no the nude um that nude sparkly thing when she, when she, yeah when she performed the savage. I don't know, it just looked weird on her. I um, liked it. I liked it. Hmm. But yeah, the but the I just like a red carpet outfit. Me neither. It was very prommy and like the I guess like the hem of it was she's she's just too tall for certain things. Or they that just didn't know, but here's the thing. Her. I blame Dolce and Gabane mm. because my thing is, y'all knew it's Dolce and Gabbana. Come on now. They know what they're doing. They should have made they their know. so they should look right. And my thing is, if, if it was the case that they, they did the measuring based off her not wearing heels, oh, then so maybe they should have right? made it a little longer mm-hmm. for when she wears the she heels. She's already tall. Right. These designers have a lot of trouble when it comes to Black women's bodies. I don't think so. That's she's not a very voluptuous anymore. woman too. Oh no, it's not. I don't. It's I don't bad. agree. It's like bad. To, it's, no, I'm saying it's bad. That they have that problem. I, I don't agree with that Cardi. because look at Cardi, Cardi, Cardi Mugler. Mm. They work very well together, and Cardi is not the typical size. Look at her, mm. her breast waist, um, ass ratio. Mm-hmm. It's very, it, it's not the typical model, and they make it work for her. Mm-hmm. That's true. Yeah. It all is depends on who I think is it's on the height, your, though, your from, team. It's the height from it. It's the, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I agree with you. It's the team. Like, like yeah, Dolce Gabbana did her dress, but it's the team, the stylist. You know what I'm saying? It I just, think I it's the, the stylist. It is. The, it has to be. It has to be. Because it's just like, what? I I'm telling you, if, if, if Megan had Colin Carter, I, that would not happen. Oh, no. Because Colin Carter, be, be, he'd be slaying Cardi up. And he'd be um, slaying up Normani, too. Because he'd done right. some things for Normani, too. It's the t- I don't know, man. Yeah, that dress wasn't it, baby. That dress is not it. But um, I think, all. did y'all see her after party? Um, Her after party dress? Was, like, I didn't like that either. Oh, you didn't like the blue black dress she had on? No. I liked it. I'm no, 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 it no, right no, no, no. Let me, let me. I like the dress. I don't like the dress for gr- after the Grammys. You just mm. won two Grammys. You need to look like the star. Mm. It's it's giving, it's giving boutique dress. Mm. It's giving boutique, huh? Mm. Absolutely not. You are a star. Mm. This is the moment where everybody wants to take your picture. Everybody wants to interview you. Like, you need to wear something that is going to steal the show. Mm. That's what I'm saying. It's not Megan. It's the stylist. Mm-hmm. And whoever's on her team, her whole glam team, are all yes men saying, oh, you look great. You think no. so? I think I'm glad that she has. Um, her name is Priscilla. She worked with Rihanna a lot. Um, oh, I like she Priscilla. Got her, her makeup, yeah. And I think Megan I think Kalan does really good with Megan's hair too. Yeah, it's the but stylist for me. It's the stylist. Yeah, it's the stylist for me. She, you know who she needs to use? She used to use that same guy who EJ? that Ryan Destiny uses. I forgot his name, but um, he did was her last know. stylist. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I know. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Oh yep. no, I'm seeing the dress now. I hate that dress. Yeah, like I said, it's giving. It's giving. I'm about to go to brunch. 
Not even that shit. It's not. Yeah, I wouldn't even. I don't even know what it's given, but it ain't. It's given. Don't worry. I kind of <laughs> the blue dress, the black jump. No, the what black blue dress. Tommy, uh, what blue dress? What black dress y'all talking about? The black one. Go on her page. The black one with the mesh. It's like Hold a long on, train. Yeah, it's like it's like majority mesh. Yeah, wait. It's on the shoot. um. Go on the the second row. I saw a blue dress. The blue, blue dress, dress you talking about? The blue, the blue dress is giving brunch. It's, it's not brunch. a bad dress, what but it's not that? the it's not the right dress for the occasion. Let me show I you. Don't this s- jump. Hold on, I'm gonna send it to you right now, Tommy. Okay. The black jump. Um, yeah. Oh, this this what she wore after? Yeah, like a like I, I guess like an after party situation. I went. I don't remember her wearing this. Mm. I'm just now seeing this. She oh, probably put this on and didn't actually wear it out because what she wore out was the blue dress. Some of the, some I, of the blue dress, Tommy. Some of the blue I dress. I saw the blue dress. Yeah, I'm going to go on fashion. But, nice dress, um, but it was giving brunch, though, yeah. It's but I will brunch. Say, <laughs> what I will say with Cardi's performance, um, I, it, it was definitely link uh, lip sync central, but you know, yes. it's very understandable for me. It's very understandable, but um, it was uh, you know, I, I think she looked very uncomfortable in her in her costume. Um, mm-hmm. it was she very unco- you can see it. It was very uncomfortable. Um, and uh, but I loved the production. I loved Cardi B's production. I loved the stage props. Well, you know, she always gives you it. a good a great show. She does She's and it reminded me. When she first popped up, it reminded me of the Beyonce. Um, was it the Billboard Awards performance? Was she yep. did the run the world? The whole um, yep. oh yeah, that yeah, whole, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, um, like computer, the whole computer effect thing, interactive Absolutely. effect that she did. I yeah, love I, lo- that. I love that performance. Oh my Absolutely god, I loved it. Yeah, it so. does remind me of that. I forgot about that performance. Let me see this dress, Tommy. Fashion bomb daily. But no, I do think. Um, oh, I didn't Cardi see. Cardi B this. struggled a little bit. That's what she wore yeah. after yeah. the Grammys. It's, like a, it. it's kind of basic for the occasion. You're supposed to show out. I don't like that. You're supposed to show I out. Like it. Oh. I don't like that. What was your favorite performance? Um, I like Silk Sonic, but I want to get on the girls real quick, though. So I said what I said about Cardi performance, but then when it comes to Doja Cat, Doja oh, Cat, her baby. performance, her performance was flawless. It was flawless. I'll say this about her performance. It was flawless. She's always, she's a, she's a great performer. Like she's mm-hmm. the standard, like nowadays for these, when it comes to these new girls, like her performance, her stage presence is flawless. It was flawless. I will say this though. I was goddamn tired to say so. I was hoping that she was going to perform. I've streets. been tired of it. I was, yeah, me too. But I was hoping that she was going to perform streets, but I guess the Academy, Academy made her do the, the song. Um, I know if, it was, if it was up to her, I'm sure she would have did like another song. She um, sang that song 511 ways. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But she she kills it every time. But even at it. that, like, at least she's not performing the song the same way every yeah. time. That's what yeah. I'm saying. Like, she kills it every time too. Like, yeah. You can't yeah. deny that, that girl talent. She's amazing. She's a fucking star. Yes. Star quality. Period. But I wanted to hear. Period. Um, I wanted to hear what y'all had to say about Doja Cat as an artist because I was watching a few um like Grammy review. You know, I love my little YouTube vlogs and stuff. 
Mm-hmm. And so I, I was watching a couple of those, and um, I you know I love watching Armand Wiggins, and you know Taylor. I always tell you that he like really doesn't like you know he he appreciates Doja Cat's talent, but he always says that Doja Cat is an original. She's like a knockoff Nicki Minaj with yeah, a sprinkle of Ariana Grande, and like you know he'll say things like he that, and like he said that he you know he 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 you know like I said before he appreciates her talent and her presence and her performance and things like that um but he you know kind of said the same thing again when it comes to her artistry um and then also he has callers call in too and one of the callers and one of the callers said um yeah they think that they feel like doja cat is uh doja cat is uh is like a snippet of other people like so she so they were like, yeah, she's like a snippet of Billie Eilish, a snippet of Ariana Grande, a snippet of Nicki Minaj. It's never just her. I don't know why who she, she is. Eclectic and like different types of like different genres. And why can't she just like all different types of music and enjoy that shit? Why she got to be a snippet of every damn body? The, you know, I, yeah. guess, I guess I guess they're saying that they 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 get a lot of different people from her that already exist type of thing. I guess. Okay. Uh, I think about that. Sorry, they act like she that say things like that is are are kind of stupid because for every artist they grab something from someone that they're inspired by. Exactly. Period. Even Beyonce. Exactly. I don't think Doja even does that. I think that Doja just is just good at everything. Like she's a great. That's what I'm saying. She's a a multi-talented, a great rapper. and but her they, personality they like it can only be one person that does this and that and like i what? think that doja is just truly versatile and i think that people a lot of people cannot compute that they can't yeah. understand that she's very versatile so they have to very, say oh she's a snippet so. of this person a snippet mm-hmm. of that person you know what i mean yeah was, i was like damn Doja ain't win nothing that night too i was like damn girl she ain't bring home no grammy she could have i'm like she damn, for the, because for record of the year i think billy eilish won of record of the year and i was like damn I, I was hoping that say even though like i was like it's either billy eilish or savage but i'm like damn i, I was hoping say so had won something you know what i mean but that was one know, of the biggest like anything. songs of 2020 that's all yeah was- it was huge yeah mm. that should have won something yeah it was a lot of people that snubbed child so how but, do you feel about all right but yeah i don't know I feel like this year, um, you know how usually people say, oh, the Grammys is rigged and and Mm -hmm. this, that. There's not, there's too many, you know, there's too many white people on the board. Mm -hmm. Um, I just feel like right now, like people don't know the ins and outs of how the Grammys actually works. I feel like right now we have people like Victoria Monet. Mm -hmm. We have um, other black producers and songwriters that are on the board for the Grammys who make these votes for these people to win. So it's like, mm-hmm. I feel like this year out of, out of all the years that I've seen, there, was, there were more people, I would say it was just more diverse as far as winners and people that were nominated. I me. think that they, I think that, um, yeah, I agree with you when they, they they have more people on the committee, but they still need more. But then also, I think that um, I, for the last couple of months, it's been a big like Grammy uproar of them not, yeah. not nominating the right people, um, you know, snubbing people and like a whole race issue. So I think honestly, with this Grammys, I noticed certain things they were trying to like, I don't want to say pander, but they were doing certain things that's like, oh, well, you know, we hear you guys or, you know, we don't want to be like this. And then also I heard that 
Um, there's a new chairman or something of the Grammys as well. Um, and then also, um, because I know Beyonce refused to perform, but she was there for Megan. And I want to hear what you guys have to say about that too. But um, the fact that the fact that they even showed up though, Beyonce and Jay Z, because remember last mm-hmm. year they snuck. I think it was last year, the year before last, when it was uh, when did Full 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 come out? Two yeah, years ago, four years, probably like two years ago. Yeah, and he got eight nominations for that, and he didn't win shit. And that mm-hmm. album was fire. So I think I don't know if he's if Jay Z is cool with the new chairman now or I don't know, but they came, and Jay I mean Jay Z was there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so I don't know what's I'm going on behind the scenes. Um, and then and then <laughs> on top of that, them having Trevor Noah be Noah be the host, and you know what I'm saying? And yeah. them saying, "Oh, Beyonce has made history of you know the most I didn't Grammys like that by part. such and such and such and such." Let's announce it. Oh, that she was made history very again. It was very stage. Stage, mm, right? Stage and very much so, very much so. Like they have to, like, hey guys, we're we're honoring Beyonce because she's great. Like you know what I'm saying? We know Beyonce is great. We know that, but it's like, okay, you know, they're trying to be very cognizant of like what's been going on because it's been a whole big thing. But um, before we get to the Megan and Beyonce thing, um, just in general as an artist, Tommy, like you don't you notice how like rappers and singers and stuff they you know when they're not nominated, like oh I don't care about the Grammys, I don't care about this, I don't care about that. Like, how do you feel about the Grammys in general? This the this the whole award system in general. Like, yeah. how did you how do you feel about that? I feel like um, I okay. I feel like you know we we've always idolized you know. I want to be this great. I want to get on the charts. I want to be able to win this and da da da, because you know it just shows your accomplishment. But then, I feel like once you reach a certain level, either in your in the career, or just or just with yourself as an artist, like you get so um, complacent mm. with yourself. It's like you don't idolize these things anymore. There's more important things like actually gravitating towards the people who are listening, you know what I mean? Or people, um, you know, resonating with what, what you put out. And I feel like that's where Beyonce and Jay-Z are. It's like they've reached so many accomplishments in their life. It's like uh, they don't even idolize things like awards anymore. You know they, what they I mean? Need, they, you know they don't need that. They don't need it. It doesn't. It doesn't change anything really for them. Mm-hmm. But um, to me, because because can I, I, can I, I pause I've you? grown can I up. Pause you? Can I pause you real quick? Do you think that? they felt that way all throughout their career because you know they were at front row and center at the Grammys. You know when they were when they first started popping after the Beyonce album. Which one? The self-titled Beyonce album. Okay. Pretty. When I saw Pretty Hurts, when she put out the song Pretty Hurts, and um, you know, it was there's that scene in the video where there's all these um, pageant awards, pageant um, trophies, and she was like smashing them down. Mm-hmm. I feel you like. I feel like that was her expressing like like all this pressure just to get a trophy. Mm-hmm. you know what I mean it's it's not yeah. really worth it it's about saying, how yeah. you feel how how much of a release you feel as an artist putting out these songs and who's gravitating towards these songs you know what I mean that's that's the core of core of it all the the awards and then and the and the titles and all of that that's that's just the cherries on top mm-hmm. 
But in in at the core of everything, it's about your passion. It's about your you loving your craft and you reaching being able to reach other people. So yeah. I think Beyonce, like especially, she's reached a point of career. She she doesn't she doesn't need it. Yeah, but she already has them though. You see what I'm saying? Like I feel like. Um, and I of agree course, with she's going to show appreciation. With, yeah, I agree with what you're saying. I think honestly, I think the, one of the big parts of her even being there, her and Jay Z, is because of Megan. Honestly, I do. Oh, that's the but, only reason they came. Oh, yeah, for yeah. sure. It was a, um, it was important for her. Yeah, but um, I feel like for me, um, but I do agree with to, Tommy though. Yeah, for me, I feel like um, because I've watched you know award shows since I was a little girl. Like I would literally be on my VHS recording them. It's it's something that I do look forward to. You know what I mean? Uh, it's just to have a Grammy. I don't know. For me, maybe when I reach that point um, in having a Grammy and reaching my level of success, maybe I won't idolize it as much, but um, it is important to me. Um, because let, let's be honest, you get a little more respect as an artist once you have certain you have that, you under have your that belt. Grammy award winning title right in front of your name, too. So I'm glad mm-hmm. that you're being honest because I see a lot of like rappers and singers that, you know, that definitely have submitted their songs to the Academy that haven't mm-hmm. won yet. I'm mm-hmm. seeing them say, oh, I don't care about this anymore. I don't care about that. You know, they have, you know, but because they it's haven't not won it. You know what I mean? Not, but that's exactly. it's not true. You care. And the fact that you're tweeting this, that means you care. Right. Um, right. But um, Tanache tweeted something out um, yesterday and she said that um, she used to have a picture of the Grammy Award on her lock screen and she had it on her lock screen for about seven years. And um, uh, she said, I've waited my whole life to be recognized by the Grammys in any way. It has literally been my number one goal. I literally had a Grammy as my lock screen for seven years and promised myself I wouldn't change it until I won one. So you, we all know, like, first of all, in general, Tanache is like this running joke. I don't know why people do it because, like, she's talented as fuck. But I guess because, mm-hmm. like, I guess her career, you know, it didn't go the way it should have went. I don't know, whatever. But so she's like this running joke or whatever. And she's um, um she recently became independent and she released the project songs for you which i love so much um mm-hmm. but uh she hasn't won a grammy yet well i guess she technically won a grammy with kechanada because uh mm-hmm. Kechinata, he won a grammy for his for his album and mm-hmm. she wrote she wrote on um one of the songs on his album so she technically mm-hmm. did, you know, she did win an award for that but she didn't win an award of her own for so her i guess she's song. like using she's using that as her satisfaction but I mean, this tweet right here, I just feel like it's like, you know, it's like, you know what, whatever. It's not going to happen for me type shit. I mean, let me just like move on from it type of thing. So I think that that post was you're contradicting yourself, basically. Mm-hmm. It sounded like she was contradicting herself because it's like you're saying you don't care, but here you are happy that you got this Grammy. Like, let's be honest. Care. The reason why people say like, oh, like they could be so passionate about something, but because they can't achieve it, they try to psych themselves to make it seem like they don't really want it. Mm-hmm. And then they end up getting it. Mm-hmm. Like, girl, just accept this. And like, you manifested this. Mm-hmm. You had it on your live screen. I understand, like, you know, you're trying to psych yourself because, you know, it was so difficult for you to get the Grammy, but it's like, you got it now congratulate yourself be happy with even though win, even like, if, it, if it wasn't your album something that you wrote on it was for i forgot what the award, award was 
Katrina for best what? I think it was like was it R B album or it was something something album something uh alternative R B or something like oh, that. Okay. I forgot. Let me hold. Let me. Let me and go then the here, fact on. that she wrote Katrin on Otta, it, I'm about to Google it real quick. Hold on. Technically, you did win a Grammy. Because she, she's featured. Because she's featured yeah, on she did. Uh, one of the songs. So yeah. she wrote. You know, because she writes. He you won, still won one. Um, so be grateful. He won right. a dance d- dance slash electronic album, um, and then dance recording. Yeah. So he like, won two Grammys. Like, wow. come on now. I I yeah. just. I feel like people people really I think she's um, just kind of down because it wasn't for like her own personal mu- like her own music. Then you, you know keep what I'm saying? working. Maybe, I know? know, but maybe maybe it, that just like got her down. Like the first one wasn't even like for her own music. But I mean, but here's said, the thing: hand in that. when That's it comes so to making music, when it comes to making music or whatever you do in life, your focus shouldn't be on oh, I I I want to. I want to make music because I want a Grammy or I want to make music because I want, you know, I want right. to be rich. You do it if because that's, that's something that you love to do. If that's your passion, you're going to do that shit regardless if you get a Grammy. Right. The, How do you feel about it? just got his. And he that's another thing. That's that's what I'm saying. Like with the Grammys, it's kind of weird because like y'all just not giving Nas a Grammy after all this time. Right. But, for, but, but, but hold on, no, but hold on, no. How do y'all feel about the weekend being snubbed. See, the weekend was snubbed, and we and all that know it. And we all know it. And on top of that, he was like that. He was after that. He was like, "Fuck the Grammys." He told his people, "Don't don't ever submit any more his songs to the Grammys mm-hmm. ever again." Even Drake was saying, "Like y'all snubbed him." We all thought that he was going to be winning. You know, he had like one of the. I think he had a couple songs like that was really big last year. But that was one of the that, best that albums were, of last year, literally. Yeah. So I mean, and he's like, "Fuck it," you know what I'm saying? Like, what what the fuck is this bullshit? Because I guess um I guess because um the Grammys told him you either choose between performing for us or the Super Bowl or whatever, and obviously he's gonna he's gonna pick the Super Bowl, but whatever. But anyway, how do you feel about the weekend and his attitude towards it now, Tommy? How do you feel about that? Because it he, I mean, we all know that he deserved it. We all know everyone right. knows. I mean, had a pure pettiness that the Grammys was like, "No, we're not nominating you for this." Because you didn't want to perform here, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> How do you feel about that? Um, I can't really speak on that because it's like I don't, I don't know, I don't know how that works. You know what I mean? I don't know if it really was a conversation of oh, if you don't, if you don't perform at the Grammys and you choose the Super Bowl over over, Wait, us, you, don't, you don't think it's what? No, because what you were saying was that it was almost as if the Grammys. Then decided not to have him nominated at all because he chose to perform at the No, it's Super a fact. Bowl. He said it. It's a fact. His manager said he said it. His manager said it. It's a fact. Yeah, yeah he literally said it's it. It's a that's fact. Yeah. The Grammys do that. The Grammys snub Nicki Minaj after all those years because uh uh she pissed She's off the she pissed off the, the chairman because she um she performed a, a song that they said don't perform no more or whatever. And like Ariana Grande pissed off the chairman or whoever. She pissed off somebody and, and she didn't go to the Grammys like a couple years ago because she pissed off somebody and she was like, I'm not gonna like let that even I don't even want to go no more. So it's a fact that they did that to week the weekend. Yeah. And that's so fucked up. Because give credit. Well, it's a fact. Yeah. Well, I mean, you see what I'm saying? So now it's but, like, but, how can you let how thing. can you let this award after things like that, like clear things like that? Like, how can you how can someone I, I get what you're saying? It's like so many things that can weigh in, but like even after like blatant pettiness like that how can you uh hold weight to to, to something like this where it can, it can literally like oh you, you're oh you're you made us mad okay fine no you can't be nom- nominated no more how can you even like give let, let that 
something like that. But that's why you. I'm going back into you know saying, saying that's why I'm going back into saying that like if that's not important, like don't get me wrong, like would I like to have a Grammy? Yes, but that's not the most important thing mm-hmm. as an artist. The weekend knows the the weekend knows the impact that he made everyone on people knows. with his muse his, on his audience music. and his peers. Drake. I mean, yeah, but I'm talking I'm talking about just the weekend alone. Mm-hmm. I think I, I don't think y'all understanding what I'm saying. It's like it's like an internal thing, especially when it when it comes to being a creative. It's an internal thing. It's not about the it's not about who's acknowledging what. It's about how you feel about your music and and knowing that you impacted y- your fan base. Mm-hmm. If you know you got that point across, who cares about awards? Who cares? Yeah, I think he was just up, he was just annoyed that they were like that they made him choose between the Grammys and the Super Bowl to perform, and then they, that they snubbed his nominations because they didn't he, they, he didn't do what they wanted him to do. I mean, let's let's really look at it. They're all like organizations, like you know, th- that's how that's how they work. But that's, that's the thing. But do. that's the thing. Why even hold? Why even let something like that validate you as an artist? Any either way is what I'm saying. You okay, I'm saying? but 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 the thing is, is that when there's something that's been around for that long, and that has been the standard for, I guess you know um, sharing accolades some things that have been around for a long time aren't always good things tommy i understand that but that's why things are changing now it's like important racism. that <laughs> there's important that it's important that people like the weekend or Nicki minaj and ariana grande and, or even beyonce and jay-z making statements of not cho- choosing not to perform that's important because now the grammys knows to switch around some things. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes, sometimes there has to be a tipping point for, for everyone to have a win-win situation. I definitely think that their eyes were open this year because, you know, like, like I mentioned to you before, like the way they were acting with certain things with Beyonce and this and that. And then, mm-hmm. um, and then also um, this was like one of the lowest rating uh, award shows. It only had 8 million, 8.8 million uh, viewers. Yeah, I didn't watch mm-hmm. it. I just watched the YouTube performances today. Yeah, on mm. YouTube and stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah, um, I didn't watch it, but I, I mean, I watched the show because I was interested in like the outfits and performances, like I said before. Um, but then also, um, I wanted to quickly say this though: I saw this th- um, this thread on Instagram. They were just highlighting some artists that made a huge impact in music that were never that never won um, a Grammy. So I'm gonna just go um, through this real quick. Um, so it says Snoop Dogg, um, who has 16 nominations and zero wins. Brian McKnight. Um, is the artist with the second most Grammy nominations, seven, uh, with, with zero wins, 17, mm-hmm. se- 17 nominations. Nas has 14 Grammy nominations with zero wins, which could change mm-hmm. tonight. If, you know, well, he, he won his first Grammy, whatever. We saw that. Um, Katy Perry has 13 mm-hmm. Grammy nominations with zero wins. Katy Perry? Mm-hmm. Katy Perry. Okay. She got bops. And then yeah. all, on, but, uh, but in addition to that, it says Katy Perry has 13 Grammy nominations with zero wins. However, she does hold the record for the artist with the most diamond singles. Um, Firework, Roar, Dark Horse. You see? Fighting mm-hmm. over. Diana Ross won the Lifetime Achievement Award in 2012, but never won a Grammy despite her 12 nominations. Diana Ross, child. Buster mm-hmm. Rhymes has earned wow. 12 Grammy nominations, zero wins. Despite, wow. being the hi- despite being the highest-selling female rapper of all time, Nicki Minaj has 10 Grammy nominations with zero wins. 
Tupac is one of the most legendary rappers of all time, yet he earned six Grammy nominations in one zero. Notorious B.I.G., one of the greatest rappers of all time, only received four Grammy nominations in, in one zero. Bob Marley never received a Grammy nomination in his lifetime. However, he earned two 20 year he, he earned two 20 years after his death and won the Lifetime Achievement Award in 2001. And I remember, didn't Rihanna and Bruno Mars do a, a Bob Marley tribute or some shit like that? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. Well, just wanted to read that for you guys. But I feel you though. I feel you. I mean, like I said, it's I feel you. It's 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 up to you. It's up to the artist to to or whoever to idolize these things. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, it's about the impact that you as an artist are making on the music industry and just on the world. And oh, Little Wayne also, I don't Little think, Wayne also said fuck the Grammys and he won, I think he won a couple of Grammys actually. He won what do you want? He won like he won about five. Mm. He won about five Grammys and said fuck the Grammys. No, no, that's right. But I guess yeah. I mean, but then again, you already have Grammys, so like anyway. Yeah. Well. Anywho, um, so one I thing just, I'm I'm on I'm on the level of of I would I would love to be on the level I guess in the mind state of Beyonce and Jay Z. Did mm-hmm. you guys see the um when Megan actually got the award and you know Trevor made the announcement? Did y'all mm-hmm. see Jay Z's reaction? I I, I remember I you telling see, me about his face, oh, but his, he had a mask on, so I didn't really know. But you know, Jay Z. No, yeah, he he, he gave this sometimes. gesture like, y'all really like, yeah. really, like mm. this pissed off gesture. I didn't, that. Mm. I didn't see, but now I'm curious. But I'm glad yeah. that Megan had her moment, and I really, you can really tell that Beyonce and Jay Z really fuck with her. They really care about her. I mean, yeah, of course, yeah, yeah. and um, Megan is signed to Jay Z's label. I mean, but I mean, a lot of people are signed to, are signed to Rock Nation. And oh, I've yeah, only, but and I've mean, only like, see a handful of people that he actually like uh, publicly really, you know, Rihanna, Kanye West, and Megan, honestly. That I don't really, you know, a lot of people are signed to Rock Nation. Yeah. 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 But um, but I uh like I really love how Beyonce, you know, try to let Megan have her moment. I think that Beyonce was was a little annoyed though, because I'm like, she she wanted it to sure be about was. Megan. She wanted to be mm-hmm. she wanted it to be about Megan, but you know, of course they had to. Uh, say what they say what they said um you know they need beyonce this. for ratings uh yeah mm-hmm, exactly. uh, but um but i loved that someone on twitter uh pulled up an old tweet from megan Stallion from back back in 2014 where it was like one of those things like uh where i started where i am now type shit so the tweet yeah. from is from may 27 2014 megan said i need a team i need a team because i promise this rap shit gonna take off for me and here we are now you see that hard work and dedication shit. That gives that really gives you hope, right? It does. Yeah. Because she's she's she spoke that shit into existence. She said it would happen. And look where she's at now. She made yeah. it. Yeah. Um, how do y'all feel about the Silk Sonic thing though? This this the group in general, the whole obsessed, 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 a thousand times obsessed. I how played that song like them? ten times today. How do y'all feel about them um, paying paying homage to like the old school music? Because I know that Bruno Mars, uh, you know, they kind of they hated him for a little while because of the whole yeah. quote unquote cultural appropriation thing. Um, but how y'all feel about that though? I think that I love them together. Mm-hmm. I really love their group together. I can't wait to hear this album. I honestly, I hope that this album that they're doing is not like a one and done thing. 
I want them to continue. Mm-hmm. I you Danielle, you know I love R and B in general, but even mm-hmm. I listen to Isaac Brothers and OJs and like old shit like that anyway. Mm-hmm. So this is like right down my alley, first off. And then um yeah, people people say uh appropriate black culture or whatever, but I think he I, I look at it as far I look at it more so as he pays homage. Yeah, yeah. just appropriating, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like yeah. I don't think he just like, he's not out here just black fishing or nothing. Like so, I, I love I, Bruno Mars. Like one of my favorite artists. I think his vocal. Oh my god, his vocals! Like, oh my god, it's it's not too many artists he's out here right now. He's so, he has so much control. This can that can match him. He's literally out of everybody that's like mainstream right now. He's unmatched. He has so much control. I watched that performance a million times today. That's yeah. Right. Did you did you love the, the whole little effect they had on the screen too? That whole seventies effect where they had like the, everything, the main person everything. there and like the background. Ooh, I loved it. And the whole switcheroo thing they did with the the, yes. the mic and ooh, I loved it. I loved you it. You know, I didn't think you would be that happy with it. I mean, they did great, but you know how like you don't listen to art, like you're not into R and B that much. Like you say, you don't really listen to it a lot. So I didn't think you would like like it that much. Oh, I love it. I, I don't. I don't. Um, what I'm saying is like. Uh, R&B, I can't do it for too long because it gets me real emotional and I don't want to be sad. Mm-hmm. But I appreciate R&B. Like, I love it. Like, I love um, one, one sample One sample that I love so much, one old school sample that I love so, is the, um, my life, my life, my life, my life. That's my shit. I love it. <laughs> I love that. Yes. Song. That's classic. That's, that's classic. Classic. You're um, hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> that's my shit. I love that shit. Um, okay. Um, any 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 more things about the Grammys um, before we move on? Um nope, that's see. it for me. I think that's mm-hmm. it. Yeah, that's yeah, we said everything we cared about. All right. So um, real quick though, um, Candace Owens is like dragging Cardi B on Twitter, like right now, um, saying that like, you know, the WAP performance was was outrageous and it was disgusting and just all the, you know, whatever, all the little, I little, little it. things. First of all, Candace Owens, like, I'm gonna say this again, like she needs a good, like deep condition, a nice trim, a hot oil <laughs> treatment, because it's always like, I always see hair out of place. I don't know if it's a white person that does yeah. her hair or someone that's non-black. Her hair is awful. It's disgusting. Um, split ends all across the board. Um, <laughs> Wait a minute. Who? Candace Owens. Candace Owens. It's this black woman, this black Republican that's like, she trolls. Like she's like the black Tommy oh, Lauren. Oh, yes, I do like, know she who that just, is. It's, it's always a hair out of place with her. Family. It's just too much. I, I hate. I can't her hair is always dry. Every time I um, see her hair dry, shit. It's just ugh, yuck. And then um, so like you know, her, her and Cardi B go back and forth like every like few months. Um, they're doing it right now on Twitter, and I roll my eyes because I'm like I'm just over it. Um, I think that it's just weird. I think she's in love with her or something. I don't know, but it's just the fact that like once again, like I just feel like Cardi B just gives things too much attention. Oh, we it's said like, that time and time again. Why? Man. They're like going back. They're writing paragraphs right now to each other on Twitter. It's just a, it's oh. a lot. I'm oh, getting wow. it right. I'm about to lose. Yeah. It's a lot. I'm just saying. I just. Uh, but then again, I'm not like a mega Cardi B. I'm not, I'm not a mega Cardi B star. You know, so it's like I, it's easy for me to say, like, just ignore it. But it's like, damn, like, I don't know. What's yeah. Certain things I just. Certain things I would just ignore. I wouldn't even say anything. Because how many times are you going to defend WAP? Like, ever since it came out, she has the, the people say the same dumb shit. It's I like, mean, a- I can understand that because that's, I look at, I look at music, every song as, as my baby. <laughs> mm-hmm. So well, I'm going to do anything I can to defend it. But there's just certain things. It gets to a point where people are always going to have an opinion about you mm-hmm. or whatever you do, especially when you're in the limelight. 
mm-hmm. especially now today, the way social media is. So it's like you're hearing all of these voices. And it's just it's up to you to cancel it out. And I just think that um, Cardi has still hasn't reached that point where she can cancel out everything yeah. that she hears. She'll go on rants about like the smallest, dumbest thing. Yes. Um, but yes, I'll get to Libra. Isn't isn't Cardi a Libra? That's I thought she was a clear. Oh, maybe she's she, maybe she is on Libra. I don't, I don't even know her birthday. I think a Libra is October. Yeah. She's like, her birthday is October something. Libra is yep. October. She's a Libra. She's a Libra. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, that's, that's Libra energy. Yeah. Once again, Candace Owens needs some sort of like hot oil. Um, I don't know, some shea yeah, butter or something. It's dry, that. split ends everywhere. Um, I had a teacher like that, and I told her her hair was fucking dry because she 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 <laughs> failed our whole class because she said that we want her to teach summer school and. She, and we said no, and she felt the whole. Everybody that said no, she felt the class. She felt every person. So I thought her hair was fucking dry. She's one of those like self-hating black women that like always get a perm, and like their their hair is so damaged that they always get perms and shit, and they don't mm-hmm. have like a black woman take care of their hair. And then on top of that, like mm. I don't know, just get like a wet set or something, or like a like a roller set or something. I don't know. No, she need to <laughs> she need to do a protective style and all that shit and call it a day. <laughs> she would never. I know, but she, her hair needs it. Babe. Oh Lord! Oh, put on a wig, shit. Um. So, all right. So this is okay. So, um, <laughs> did we talk about the 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 Meghan Markle stuff last episode, Tommy, or not? No, I don't think we did. We, we, we glazed we over did on, a bit. We, we did on Clubhouse. I don't really, I don't not. really plan on getting into to it too much, honestly. I mean, if y'all know, y'all know, Meghan Markle um, went on the interview um with Oprah and talked right. about the race, the racism, and the the um. What is it? The castle? What do you call the? What do you call it? I don't know. The, the royal palace. The palace. Sorry. No, they the call royal it palace. Like the institution. The monarchy. Yeah, they call <laughs> it the institution, or they call it the monarchy. They call it both of them. Mm-hmm. I don't. Uh, okay. Well, yeah, very so, yeah. So she discussed like her her um her hardships in the racism and the them asking if the baby's gonna be too dark and all that stuff. Y'all know whatever. Anyway, so. Piers Morgan uh, quit his show um, like last week or so because he was like going on Megan and like the, mm-hmm. the the guests that were there on the show with him was like were explaining to him like you're, you're being racist and you're you dismissing the, the issues that you're talking about like it's racist a form of racism and things like that whatever he, he threw a temper tantrum on on live tv and stormed off come to find out um, I guess uh, Piers Morgan like asked Megan Marco out on a date one time I guess and I guess like she kind of curved him, I guess. I don't know, but whatever. So that that's that thing, whatever. So anyway, Piers Morgan is is also British, I guess. Anywho, yeah, yeah. Um, Sharon Osbourne is who's also British and actually close friends with Piers Morgan. Um, she had a temper tantrum on her show as well on live TV as well. So I'm going to play a little clip of it, mind you. Um, Sharon Osbourne is one of the hosts of the talk, and let me let me pull it up real quick. The talk. Um, I think Eve used to be on the talk too. First of, all, first of all, first of all, I think she was. But first of all, when it comes to these shows, like the talk and 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 um, I'm not going to I'm not going to say the view because I feel like the view um is the view is authentic to their age group. But when it comes to like the talk and like the real and stuff, like I always feel like it's a whole bunch of like aunties talking about young shit and like them not understanding the young shit that they talk about. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yes. Like I hate when Lonnie Love be saying certain things. I'm like, you don't even understand what's going on. He's talking younger to appeal to a younger demographic. And I'm not. I'm not age shaming. I just feel like when I say auntie, I mean like an auntie mindset. Like you just don't know what you're talking about. But anyway, okay. um, 
yeah, the talk. I was trying to pull up the cast, but Google's not working fast enough for me. But anyway, yes, Sharon Osbourne um, and Cheryl Underwood is is uh, is also on there, and some other white people on here. Roseanne's daughter was on there too, and whatever. Um, anywho, so I'm gonna play the clip real quick, y'all, um, of Sharon Osbourne going off. Um, you know, she was actually asking, like, you know, what was the issue with Pierce Morgan expressing himself, and like, how was it racist, and blah blah blah. So I'm gonna play it for you guys right now. You tell me where you have heard him say, educate me, tell me when you have heard him say racist things, educate me, tell me. It, it is not the exact words of racism. It's the implication and the reaction to it, to not want to address that because she is a black woman and to try to dismiss it. This is the situation. Yeah. So um, that's Cheryl. And, and let me see something real quick because um, there was a longer, there was a longer, she is with, there was a longer clip um, (laughs) where she was like going, going at Cheryl and, you know, and she was like, tell, tell me, tell me, tell me. And don't you start crying. Cause I should be the one that's that's crying. You know, the whole like, that's where I had a problem. Um, so, and then Cheryl Underwood, she is, you know, a dark skinned woman. She's known for like being a comedian. I think she was on the Jamie Foxx show. Oh my bad. That's the wrong, that's the wrong black lady. Sorry, y'all. <laughs> but, um, yes, yeah, so I think she's actually, let me Google her real quick. Cause is she a comedian or not? Or not? I, I get her mixed up with, uh, what's her name? Jamie Foxx With show. Lonnie Love? No, not Lonnie Love. The other one. I thought, mm-hmm. I thought you were going to say Lonnie Love. No. Oh, hell no. I wasn't going to say her. Let me see. She's American mm-hmm. comedian. Yeah, she's a comedian. But anywho, um, oh, she was on Beauty Shop, I think. Oh, sure was. I don't remember. Sure, yeah, she was on Beauty Shop. Yeah, she was on Beauty Shop. Um, she was on Comic View. She was on I got a I got the hookup. Comic Um, I know exactly who you're talking about, but I don't remember her name. Mm-hmm. Cheryl Underwood is her real name. Interesting. Yeah, so she's on the talk. She's on the talk. Mm-hmm. Um, and so so you know, if you see if you see the clip, y'all. You know, um, Sharon is like, you know, being irate and just being really aggressive. And why is it racist? How is it? Da, 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 da. And you know, Cheryl, as a black woman, she's, I'm so happy for her because she was sitting there very calm because she had to be. Because if she matched, mm-hmm. if she matched Sharon's energy, it went, the point would have been across, it would have been a new headline. She would have been a mad called, black woman. A heated, a heated argument between so and so and Cheryl was being, a, you know, things like that. But she had she to been be angry. She had to be calm. She had to be composed because if she matched her energy, it would have been a whole other story. The point and I take my head off the show. I take my head off the show because I don't know if I could have been as calm as her ass. Maybe at yeah. the beginning, but eventually I would have been like, look, bitch. Like, oh, And man. this reminded like, me Ooh. of, it just, this just, this just reminded me of like how, no, you know how someone is like caught in a lie. Like you catch, you catch someone in a lie or you're calling somebody yeah. out on their bullshit. And then they start just like screaming at you because like they're wrong, but they don't want, they just want to cover it up. Yeah, they're lying yeah, yeah. but they're, they're screaming at you and just saying yeah. it was it, it gave me very much that it gave me that Same. but um so holly robinson pete she was actually a former co-host on the talk and um she said uh-huh. that one time sharon osborne called her ghetto and was in and um and was actually responsible for her getting fired from the talk so um yeah let me see. She says uh, let me go let me go over here. Well well first can I say that that Sharon, I think that Sharon 
you know, she she did later apologize on on her Instagram, of, and of course, but she didn't understand the depth of the situation, and it was just the fact that she was saying like, "Tell me, tell me how this is, how you, how you're saying that this is racist," and but you're contradicting and also saying like, you know, um, and 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 don't you dare start crying. I know, I know, you said that already, but. I don't know. It's like, why was she so quick to just pounce and support? Because Pierce when it comes Morgan? to when it comes to white people, when it comes they're to white crying. people and racism, they're so concerned about you calling them racist. They're so concerned about and that was our main concern. Racist and, and, and not and yeah. not why the situation is racist. You get yep. what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah, that's what that was. That but was she's racist. Is racist, but like you know, you know what I mean. That that's what it is. Like you're part of the problem. They're so concerned about being called racist, but they're not concerned about why this thing is racist. So that's why she's acting like that's that's what they all do. That's what they all they all do. It's like how yeah. Pierce Morgan stormed off, and then also she was trying to say like, yeah, Pierce Morgan is my friend. He was he's never he's not racist. Da 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 da. Girl, I saw some clips online of him mocking like Asian people and how they yes, talk and, and shit like that. that. So it's like, well, girl, please. He was like, chung, 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 and then also like y'all are y'all are yeah, y'all are from very, like the UK. Like y'all are from England or London or whatever. Like that's like the they colonized. <laughs> those are the most racist people that you can <laughs> that you can be like how clearly you, they are you act like it's because you're from london or whatever the fuck you're from that you're you can't be racist no y'all niggas invented racism but anyway um but yeah so holly robinson p she spoke out about how um you know sharon osborne was responsible for her getting fired um and then when you know when holly robinson spoke out sharon osborne shared a screenshot on twitter where like you know i guess when holly robinson got let go um holly like you know sent a nice like um email to sharon you know i guess like saying that she misses her and wishing her well or whatever but that was before she found out that sharon had a hand in her getting fired so she said, but then ah, so, a, so, okay. so a reporter, so a reporter came back. I forgot his name. I'm so sorry, y'all. But a reporter came back and was like, Sharon, you're not giving the full proof. This was before Holly found out that you were responsible for getting her fired. This is this is not this is not the full yep. email because because when she found out you, when she found out three months later that you got her fired, she sent you another email. Show that one. You see what I'm saying? Mm. But how was Holly Robinson Pete Ghetto? What makes her ghetto? You see it's what I'm nothing saying? about her that's that, that, that exactly. They see all, skin tone. Bitch. You see what I'm saying? And then also, I, I was watching Impressive TV. You know, I love that that YouTube channel. I was watching Impressive TV, and they were covering this whole issue. And they were saying how Sharon Osbourne one time she said <laughs> that. Um, remember when Justin Bieber like was pissing in buckets and shit? Hello. Yeah, I yeah. do remember that. Yeah. Um. So I guess like his whole like height of him like trying to be I don't know some hood nigga some shit I don't know whatever but. She like released a statement saying like, yeah, he needs to stop doing this. He needs to get help. He needs to realize that he's a he's not black or whatever the fuck. He, like she was equating his bad behavior Uh-oh. to blackness. Yep. You see what I'm saying? I'm, yeah, remember I'm, when this was a long time ago? Remember when Justin Bieber he wore some like some like Chanel like ski mask? Well, it was some designer ski mask, right? And Kelly Osbourne was like, "This you're a terror. He's a ter-. remember when Kelly Osbourne was on Fashion Police." Yeah. And Justin Bieber with that damn that damn Chanel ski mask or whatever. She's like, I don't like this. This is, this is a, he looks like a terrorist. And she had to come back and apologize for it. Interesting. You see what I'm I saying? did not like, know that. Are, but like just because just because just because you don't realize you're being racist doesn't mean you're not being racist. Exactly. Not, yeah. Yeah. 
you know what I'm saying? Like you have to understand why what you're saying is racist. It's not okay. You but because she doesn't care behavior to being she black. It's not okay. You know what I'm saying? So you know how white it's like the white woman victim thing. Like she's going like her saying that, you know, she should be the one that's crying. What the fuck? What type of entitled bullshit is that? Yeah, it sounded very she entitled. should be crying. Yeah. And the thing is, yeah. on top of that, the thing is, like Meghan Markle was sitting right there with her husband, with Prince Harry, talking to Oprah. And Prince Harry was the one that told told Meghan about the whole the whole skin comment. So is he yeah. lying? I don't think I, I don't yeah, think he don't you think see so. what I'm saying? Yeah. So right now, CBS is, um, you know, uh, the talk is uh, currently on hiatus, and CBS is doing a further internal investigation. So yeah. all these rece- all these receipts are rolling out. out. So I guess this is what it is. Fire her ass. Her ass get get I want her to Fuck out of here. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, how do you guys? Did you hear about Meghan Markle's father? No. What happened? Do you guys know yeah. the relationship? So apparently. He was being interviewed and um, supposedly, you know, Meghan Markle and the father are like clashing right now. I don't know all the details as to why, Mm -hmm. but he did say, he said, you know, I don't think the Royal Palace is is racist. He said, I I would just hope that it was just a, a bad joke type of thing. How is that a joke? Her father is white. That's not a joke. Yeah. And. And I feel like people have been like pointing out Megan to be this narcissistic person and all of these things, painting her to be a bad person and saying that, you know, she's distant from her whole family. And I think she's distant from her, you know, certain family members because they are like minded like the father. Yeah. Yeah. They think just because they procreate with black people. Or you have mixed kids that you can be racist. You can still be racist racist. and have black kids. Exactly. Exactly. When he said, I I would have hoped that it was just, you know, hope that it was a a, joke. A bad joke. What joke is that? It's not a a joke, period. It's not a joke. It's not a joke, period. And why is it so hard to believe that that British people are racist? How is that hard to believe? Anybody can be racist. Because they carry this um, pristine, this pristine image and and over so conservative. If you know anything about history, why is it hard to believe that British? Of course, now these things are coming out, (laughs) but like in 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 total, they like to make themselves look like the the pristine, you know, clean image type of thing. So that's why. But we know their their whole palace is based off of if you know anything you know, about history, again, why is it hard to believe and another that thing that I racist? found out? I found out that um I think her name is either Queen Charlotte or Princess Charlotte. She's she's part of the royal um, you know, ancestry and she's actually black. She's mixed oh, really? race black. Yes. Oh, wow. So that's I'm just never like, I'm just like, you guys know you have, you know, you have other races in your family, right? They don't care. Like, they have fucking. They, they do they not have, care. They was raping slaves. They don't give a fuck about that shit. Yeah, yeah. Somebody probably, yeah. somebody probably got raped. Probably, yeah, probably so. That's what it's giving. All in all, I just, I just, I'm happy for it. Um. Megan and Harry now um I watched a bit more of the interview and mm-hmm. they have a house in LA which is a mm-hmm. few a few blocks away from from Oprah 
and they have like a, 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 a kitchen uh, uh, a chicken coop and they have multiple dogs like this little mini farms like wow that's you could tell they're happy why don't you want to why don't you want to have a healthy lifestyle for your family you see what i'm saying and like th- it's just the whole like news coverage of it all like just just like you know us as americans like we understand the issue i think when it came to like more so like the overseas reporters and stuff like the overseas coverage they were really upset about it i guess because like you know it's, it's their like kingdom and shit you know but right i don't mean to sound ignorant y'all but yeah you know like why is it like you know and the thing is like it's prince harry i mean harry is with her like it ha- you have to know that it's bad harry is sitting there right next to her and he's like i'm getting my family out of this like why can't like why y'all all mad at her he's with exactly. her like he's saying the same thing he told her well they're to saying behind well, her back. It's, it's it's because it's because they're gonna think that you know megan brainwashed him or girl please let him astray from the family it can't just be that he loved her astray from royalty astray from uh from from uh uh, girl please yeah that's that's yeah bullshit is that it's ridiculous apparently not because think about it it's, it's really business it's all business he gave up yeah, the throne. Yeah, when it comes well, to them, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he sure did. Yeah, so. Um, and honestly, that's, though. They look very that, happy. That, that was, that's off. a very tough making decision to leave the royal palace. That's yeah. his whole, he's been there his whole life. Whole life. Like, he, he left his entire life behind, literally. Yeah. And they were, doing, they were doing some damage control, girl. They had, um, was it Prince William? What's the one that got married to Kate? Was uh, that Prince, William? Prince, Prince William, yeah. Yeah, they had, okay. they, he did a whole little press conference and shit and had like some random black lady walking behind him and we're not racist. <laughs> <laughs> we're not da 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 We heard like this random black lady with this, a- this, with this African God. print outfit on. Oh, Lord. Lord. <laughs> um, she was just placed there. <laughs> Who said what? Yeah, she was a prop. A, they play. Yeah, she's a fucking prop. Literally, they paid her like they paid her so much money to just be there. Walk behind like, well, us. I, I could be around black people. Is she your maid or something? Like, what, so who is like they should like who is she to you? They should have asked her that shit. Who who is this? Who is this black? Right. Woman? So she didn't go authorized. Who is she? Which which she do? What's your job? Anywho, um, that's all I got to say about them. But on the British tip, though, um, did y'all see um, Ari uh, posted up in um, this designer dress? Um, apparently, she's going to be in, uh, featured in Vogue or she's going to be in Vogue um, at some oh, point. Oh, Ari Fletcher? Yeah. Did y'all see did, that? The, yeah. I did, the, I did, I did. Yeah, I did. Yeah, and so people were like saying like, girl, you a whole Instagram model. You ain't, who you ain't, you ain't nobody's Vogue. You lying, blah, 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 blah. You think? Discrediting you her and, and things like that. But I don't, I don't, they were trying to say that she was lying about being on the cover, but I don't see anywhere in her caption that says like she was going to be on the cover. There's a picture of her it's a picture of her um, in this um, like elegant gown mm-hmm. and um, she's so this is the caption. She says, really lost for words. Ari for Vogue, British Vogue. Thankful. So thankful. Huge thanks to House of uh, Treviance. I think I'm saying it right, y'all. House of Treviance for helping me be a part of this amazing magic. You work so hard and it shows through every piece of this fabric you touch. The official release is in April. I just found out today that I'll be in the May issue as well. Wow, I can't wait to give all my family and friends official copies of, of the magazine. The idea of this book is urban editorial. So dope. 
Um, exactly. So now once is, that bitch say she was on the cover. Yeah. And also, um, I guess it's like, you know, I guess um, with, a mag- with, with magazines, you know, people pay for like advertising and stuff. So I guess like the, the designer paid for like the advertised placement in the magazine for their outfits and stuff. And then also mm. the collection is called Urban Editorial. And even though I hate the word urban, you know, apparently, you know, obviously like when it comes to urban, they think of like black and like curvy girls and things like right. that, you know, and Ari Fletcher, she fits that quote unquote urban aesthetic. So, you know, the curvy girl, the Instagram model girl. So, you know, it makes sense for them to use someone like her for the, for, as a model for their clothes. Um, mm-hmm. So... And then also some white woman said something. Uh, it says fashion editor at Ooh. British Vogue. Um, her name is Brooklyn Hannah Jagger. She says um, being in an, on an advertising section is very different from being featured in our publication. Anyone can, pur- can purchase advertising space in our, um, in, our class, in our class fields. Using a fake font of our masthead to insinuate you are in our publication's coveted cover space is incredibly insulting to our actual cover stars. She was simply a model in designer's paid advertising space. Mm. Yeah, so mm. um, like I said before, she never said she's on anyone's cover. Um, and then also, I mean, who, I mean, it's featured, it's featured in Vogue. So why, why not uh, make a promo graphic? For that's Instagram what I'm with saying. The, with the Vogue logo and as a watermark, people are acting like they saying. wouldn't do that themselves. You know what I'm saying? So like, I mean, I will say, um, when I first saw it, it was a little deceiving because yeah. um, I automatically thought that she was just on the cover. If it was a feature, that. I feel no like they should have. I feel like they should have re replaced, you know, the Vogue sign or yeah. something, just so people can know. That it's not the cover, but yeah. that she's in the magazine. Usually okay. when people post like, oh, I'm in the magazine, you see the article and you see like yeah. the the words and everything, but you don't see the like the actual cover of the Vogue. Big logo. Yeah. Yeah. I think that was a, very deceiving. A, yeah, usually when it's just a photo, they'll have like the logo small in the corner somewhere on the bottom. Yeah, I thought yeah, that I was do, a okay. Little, I do um, agree with that. that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I do yeah, agree so. with that, but still I mean, like people are acting like they wouldn't. Put that watermark there to say, oh, yeah, I'm going to be in, like, if you're going to be in Vogue, you're going to tell the whole world that you're going to be in Vogue. Like, oh, no, you know? absolutely. Yeah, but I don't care if it's on a damn corner of a damn average, I don't give a fuck. I don't give a hell. Yeah, I'm be, if I'm going to be in Vogue, right the world is going to know that I'm going to be in Vogue. Yeah, and but, I also yeah. think that um, yeah, I, I get what you're saying, Tommy. It could be a bit deceiving or whatever, and you know, it, there is room for like deception or whatever. But also, I think it's a deeper problem too when it comes to this. Like, they're trying to say that Ari would never be good enough to be in Vogue because Vogue is like known to be like this elegant and prestige publication and um you know i think that ari you know is like one of the instagram girls you know when it comes to like the black chinas and amber roses and things like that but um i felt like if this was kim kardashian or somebody or some white girl that had the same body as ari no one would blink twice type of thing you know and she would be quote-unquote exotic and things like that but you know that's a whole nother conversation yeah I feel like in the fashion world, I feel like in the fashion world, I, I think Ari definitely should promote the fact, you know, or be congratulating herself and flaunt the fact that she's involved because that's a She was asked deal. by a designer. Right. Yeah. Asked by a designer to be in there. And I feel like, I feel like the fact that Ari was purposely asked to be it is because um, it's, it's, we know if we see Ari in that, in Vogue, it's changing what the standard of beauty looks like. Mm. Exactly. And I mean, I know on IG, 
the standard of beauty is Ari. In, mm-hmm. in, in, you know, actual fashion houses, the standard of beauty is, you know, a slimmer form, a slimmer and taller form. We know that. But mm-hmm. the fact that, you know, this designer wanted her is changing the standard of beauty. And beautiful. also, I feel like, I feel like, um, there was another point that I, that I was going to make, but I kind of forgot. But I don't know. I, I just, I just feel like people should cut, cut Ari some slack on that. Cut mm-hmm. some slack. Yeah. You know? I think it was the, the standard of beauty is changing. Yeah, it, it was. They very should definitely cut some slack. I don't think it was that serious because people made it. I all. will say though, Ari isn't. I don't think Ari holds, you know, a placement in as far as being, you know, uh, close with all of these uh, designers to be like, you know, known as a fashion icon to be featured in Vogue. No, no, I, I don't, don't think, think that. that. Like. Cardi B, we know Cardi B has that title because she worked hard to build relationships with these designers. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Rihanna mm-hmm. worked and built a relationship with these designers. But I feel like for an Instagram model, yeah, no. But at the same time, I feel like it's it's just changing the standard of what Vogue is going to be. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see. I agree with um, you 100%. Yeah. Uh, yeah. One more like petty thing that I'm not really sure about, but I'm just going to say it anyway because I think it sometimes. Um, so how do y'all feel about Demi Lovato? She has um, a new well, project coming before. out called Dancing with the Devil, The Art of Starting Over. And um, just for the past few years, I know that she you know, battled drug addiction and she went into rehab and I think she had a, a suicide moment. Like a, mm-hmm. like a attempt suicide moment, um, but hmm, I don't know if I should say this or not. But I think I think that um, hmm, when I when I when I when it comes to like these white pop girls, like the Selena Gomez's and the Demi's and the Taylor Swift some the the, the, um, the Taylor Swifts and stuff, I, I feel like I notice like a pattern of like this like victim narrative, if that makes sense. Um, I just feel I like it's always some it's always some rollout of like a victim. I have to overcome this. And the, and the thing is, like you know, I know it's music and your your it's your art and you're telling your story through your art, and you you probably are going through these certain things. But I just feel like when it comes to like this the when it comes to like the white pop girls, I just feel like it's like this like this trend of like the victim narrative. Am I, I am agree? Because Taylor Swift is like the queen of it. Am I reaching y'all? Mm. What you think? No, Tommy? I don't think I don't think you're reaching. Hmm. You said it's always because because Demi Lovato has a couple of YouTube documentaries about it's always about does. something that that overcame or something she had, she had to overcome. But it always has to do with some type of like addic- weird like sadness or, or something like that. Like this is like her because she has a documentary I mean, on YouTube. This is like number three, I think. Yeah, but isn't like, that all, her life? Yeah, it's her life. But yeah. I, I see what Danielle is saying. But. Mm-hmm. I mean, like you said, this is the shit she's going through or have or went through. So she wants to tell her story because like it's, it's, a continuous it's still part of the story that everybody a, doesn't know. So she about to let she about to lay everything out on the table. Yeah. I feel you like know it's one of those for, for Demi, it's one of those things where uh it's an ongoing thing. Like you can't just like, you know, have an addiction and then automatically stop. 
sometimes after the after you stop your addiction, there's always going to be trials and tribulations that you're going to go through. And I just feel like Demi's that's one of those people she, that oh, she she relaxed. Yeah, she did, and and she the thing is, she, she's very open with her story, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. very open. And I will say that it is common with a lot of pop stars, especially when it comes to like when it's artists that come from like Disney or like Nickelodeon mm-hmm. or things like that. It's definitely a common thing. I think that's just a mental thing, uh, you know, coming from being a child star to trying to figure out how to be your adult self. I feel like that's mm-hmm. a mental health internal thing. But the transition. fact that it's so common, it means it, it just goes to show that um, these childhood shows or when you're a childhood star, they definitely need therapy mm-hmm. early on For sure. to be able to go through their different stages of life because they're always in the limelight. They're always going to be in the limelight. And for Demi, I don't know. I just, I kind of applaud her for, for speaking her truth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For some people, it may be over, overbearing or like just I for think... publicity stunt. Yeah. Yeah. But, but I, I don't, know, I, no, I, 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 I don't get that she's speaking. I, I was trying to be careful with the way I said it because I still wanted this to be like an, like a, like a discussion piece. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause I was trying to be really careful about it, but I, you know, I, I understand what you're saying. I understand this is real life too. I just mm-hmm. think that sometimes um, this certain things I feel like uh, are, are very commercialized, but I definitely feel what you're saying. I definitely think that she, you know, yeah, I've never been to do this to drugs before. So I definitely feel like, you know, I guess she's like, you know, just bringing awareness to it. And luckily she has a, a big platform that she, you know, YouTube mm-hmm. is on her side. So it's like a trilogy of like, you know, um, her just, you know, going through the motions, I guess. Um, mm-hmm. I was just wondering how y'all felt about that, though. You know, cause sometimes it sometimes it can seem commercialized with certain people. I, um, I, I'm a big if Demi, you're doing I, a lot of documentaries on it, like, but then again, it's not, like, even, not even documentaries. Just this a song in general, and in, in like the video for the song. You know what I'm saying? Just certain anything, things that are placed. You're saying anything, just certain she, things that I are mean, placed in. in if that's in the, the place that she's in her in her life, if that's what the music that that's she's doing, I'm not yeah. just talking about her. I'm just saying in general, when it comes to the white pop girls, I don't just see it with Demi. But like again, I will say that Demi, it, it may be more genuine when it comes to Demi, but when it comes to other girls, I don't know. I just feel like it's just certain things. I see a trend of certain things when it comes to the. I agree with that too. Because hmm. I, like I said, yeah. Taylor Swift is the queen of that shit. Taylor Swift cries and plays a victim for every little damn thing. In life, if she girl, if she took a test and got to be instead of a, she gonna cry and make a song about it. Like Taylor Swift, I think she's one of the people that cries about every fucking thing, and I can't. Yeah, stand t- Taylor, Taylor Swift. Swift Taylor Swift definitely, definitely I think has with, her. I think with, I'm I feel a big like when, especially fan. when she expressed about her boyfriends, her ex boyfriends, she's always girl. writing a song about. Oh y'all, I forgot. And it's never her. Her. It's never her. She, they're I always forgot to Taylor. I forgot to bring this up. What? She was mad at Netflix because it's some show on Netflix. <laughs> That said oh that um, it was, you know what I mean? It was some show on Netflix and they said that oh, something about like you go through more men than Taylor Swift or some shit that they, some shit that oh. was said. <laughs> and she was mad at Netflix and she was like, how dare you guys? I'm a woman and women this and women when did that. This happen? Da, 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 da. Like last month, I think. And I rolled my eyes so hard, girl. I was like, this white oh, woman. That, that's like when she told Kanye he could use her in that damn video for music. <laughs> like, I we all heard the, the the phone conversation. She said sure, and then all of a sudden he didn't tell me what he was going to do in the video, and you didn't ask either, bitch. The so, song, like the song, or the song, yeah. whatever. Uh, 
yeah but she was mad at netflix and made it a whole made it a whole thing about like women oh, this and women that it was literally just a fucking corny fucking joke on the fucking I netflix. Feel like at because the same time oh i'm sorry go ahead i'm, I'm sorry i didn't mean to cut you off but this is this is really great i saw i saw it and i and i don't know what happened my phone but acting up and i could have sworn i saved this tiktok video but it was a picture taylor swift took with the fan and it was this little black girl she probably was like six or seven um and took a picture with the girl because she was a huge fan and behind like taylor swift was like hugging her from the side and her hand behind her her hand the way she had her hand was like she didn't really want to touch the little girl so this guy that said he used to be taylor swift security guard he was like yeah i used to be he said i used to be a security guard she really doesn't like black people that shit that's not a coincidence. It's not a lie. Taylor Swift does not like black people for real. That is uh, I believe it. And I that's exactly what I said. And that's what I was gonna say. I was like, I believe it. Like Taylor, and let me tell you, when Taylor Swift first, when she first came out, when she was like 18 or 19, or when she first got big, I'll say, I I liked her. I liked her. She, that little country pop crossover shit. Yeah, I was into yeah. it. She got like she got like a good three songs. You know what song I, I will go off at though? We are never ever ever. Yeah, that's my shit. I don't care. <laughs> but no, like, like, yeah. So like, what I mean, like but, when I see when I see certain things when it comes to these white girls, like they'll have like like Taylor will have like Todrick Hall in her videos, and like Todrick mm-hmm. ass will be sitting there on Twitter defending her about some black ass. But like, you know what, y'all? I think I, I have a different view on it, only because. Mm-hmm. <sighs> okay, so I feel like when it comes when you're saying like white pop stars and things like that. I feel like they always, when it comes to to white, we're talking about white artists, they have a platform where they can, they have free will to speak, you know, their their truth or express their feelings on things. Right. And and you know, they're gonna speak their truth on their mental mental health or or their addictions or like you know, trials and tribulations that they go through. But I feel like with Black artists, when it comes to R&B or hip-hop and soul and things like that, I feel like it's, we're always making either, like, we stick to our love songs or our heartbreak songs, but we don't really talk about, like, the songs that that don't reach charts for Black people is, is the songs when we're talking about our, like, internal, like, issues. You know what I mean? What do you you mean? Because I feel like there's a lot of like black artists that have like Black Lives Matter anthems that go big, like the little baby song, um, or like um Oh yeah, I think a lot of of, like nowadays nowadays, yes, but I feel like at before, before this whole you know, era of Black Lives Matter, I feel like you know, it was almost if if a black person were to try to make a song like that, it wouldn't go anywhere. A song like what? So you're saying so you're saying like it's it's kind of gimmicky how you know these white artists are you know creating these 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 songs like where equality records or like having certain people in their videos and and things like that. Yeah, and talking yeah. about addiction or whatever yeah. issues that they go through. Mm-hmm. I feel like with black people. It's almost as if like a sticking to what you know type of thing. Because if I feel like if a black person were to make a song like that, 
it's like, oh my gosh, okay, here we go. Is this mm-hmm. black person got something dis- else to say I about disagree. this? I disagree. I think a lot and of I black music like, talks about more the hardships music. of whatever. I don't think it gets it gets recognized. I know I know I can find a like, little Wayne over time, like all the lip sync. No, not on the on the platform that white people get acknowledged it acknowledged for. Look, I mean, here's a perfect here's a perfect example. Did y'all see Billie Holiday versus um the United States? I didn't. I didn't get to watch it yet. That's like on my list. Y'all gotta see that movie because because Strange Fruit wasn't Mm -hmm. just. It's not. Ju- it wasn't just a song about, you know, um, slavery and lynching and things like that. It became a threat to the U.S. government. It became a whole threat, and they did whatever they could to we're silence. We're talking about. We're talking about like what's that? The nineteen sixties or something? No, I no. But you're saying I'm an talking example. about over that's time. That's an example, though. and over time, that's what's been happening. It's like it's like okay for black artists, stick to what you know. Sing your love songs. Even still now, Oof, stick to what know you time. know. Stay, sing your love songs. But when it comes to to speaking up about, you know, our piece of things that, that we go through, it's not getting that limelight as much. Because even like you mentioned a little bit. Now we have little Baby sing, singing his song. Beyonce, you know, is, is, is sharing the piece. Kendrick Lamar. Yeah, now. But you have to look at the conditioning that happened in the past. For it to be this way in the music industry that was the standard okay black y'all stick to y'all soul and sing about love and all but that but i feel like but i feel like your don't example spe- is very 50s 60s i'm I talking about stuff so. in like the 2000s the 2010s and things like that but i y'all think your example goes with like the 50s and 60s I that's don't what think i feel like so. because even, even, She's talking about even up before up until now e- even okay even before um even before Kendrick Lamar started speaking his piece and 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 um, Beyonce, who were other people? What are some other songs that you know is as a world hit, where people where it was a successful hit, where people um, black people are expressing their piece on something? A world like so. The thing is, like you're you're Beyonce and Kendrick Lamar; those are mainstream artists. Right, and, and Taylor Swift like is a mainstream artist. Okay. Demi Lovato is a mainstream artist. You see what I'm saying? But they're still do- like it's it's okay. I just I feel like no no no. I mean, it's, when it's I'm a discussion. saying when I'm saying when black people do it, it's more genuine versus white people doing it. I don't want to see Taylor Swift having Todrick Hall or whatever drag queen in her video because I know that it's very because they they don't live that oppression so i don't really believe it as much as i would believe it from a kendrick or a beyonce who are black people that that are oppressed but in certain a, ways but that falls down what into what we can relate to what do you mean because because uh, what do you mean what do you mean because like it's, I'm, okay, what i'm saying is that it's hard for you to think that it's hard for you to think that a white person panders to like oppressed groups Oh, no, 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 no. What I'm saying is, especially in Demi Lovato's case, right? The original topic was Demi Lovato and like her expressing, you know, her her depression and her her addictions and relapsing and all of that was kind of looking commercialized, right? I was saying mm-hmm. I wasn't even I, I was using her as an example because but I was yeah yes but I was using her as an example and I and I told you it was a trend but at that the same time the remember when, when it comes you to said the white you girl. also said that it's an ad- she has addictions and that's something you can't relate to. Remember, you said that. 
that's I said that. Yes, that's something we can't relate to. Yes. So of course we're looking at it like, girl, you're not even really going through nothing because the things about the, that black I, people go I, through, it's not. It's real. What you're going through is really not. I'm not saying what I. The way I. The, the reason I said that was because I'm not mm-hmm. saying, oh, girl, you ain't doing that. Whatever. I believe that she. I know she was addicted. I know she tr- committed suicide. I know she went through mm-hmm. rehab. What I'm saying, I'm talking about the whole commercialized aspect of it. It, it being commercialized, the delivery mm-hmm. of it, the way it's wrapped up and packaged, and the way. And I'm talking about the trend of it when it comes to the Selena Gomez, the Taylor, all the white girls that mm-hmm. um have this privilege. You see what I'm saying? I know mm-hmm. with Demi. With Demi, okay. That's fine. Okay. But yeah, when, it comes okay. To the, when it comes to the commercial of it, eh. When it, okay. It's almost with the marketing and the commercial of it, eh. Yeah, I know she was an actual drug addict. Yes, I believe that. I understand So that. what's a way that you would want it to see how you would want it to see it go? Like uh, for like, you know, these white part, pop artists, like how would you want it to be played out for them? Um, With Demi... Is different again because she was actually a drug addict. But mm-hmm. when I say like the Taylors and the whoever else, mm-hmm. um, just like I just don't like the I don't like the you having people in your videos and stuff like that, and you selling this and you packaging it up as this oh this equality thing all of a sudden and this blah blah mm-hmm. blah. But somebody saying mm-hmm. that you don't like black people, your old security guard saying that you don't like black people, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like I, something more genuine, something something where something where I, I want it to be something where it's not making you a whole bunch of money. It's something where it's mm-hmm. not making something where it's not streaming for you, something where it's not charting for you. You see do what I'm saying? Trying to tell your heart because that's what you want to do. Not don't do it. Don't talk about it when it's time for you to roll out an album. When it's time mm. for you to when it's time for you to sell mm. this song. Okay. Don't do see, that. I don't I like think, that. I think it's, I'm I'm glad that you kind of explained like elaborated on it because or I asked that you what you wanted to see because now I kind of understand what you're saying. Mm. I totally understand what you're saying. Yeah, I'm because getting it now. I yeah, I'm starting to understand what you're saying now, but like. Um, especially when Taylor had the whole LGBTQ community, Burn. like in her videos and things like right. that. And especially having, what's his name? What's that black Todrick. guy's name? Todrick. Yeah. Oh. When he, when I, I will say when I did see that video, it did look a bit commercialized. Mm-hmm. I will so. say that mm-hmm. I totally, now, now that I know, I see exactly what you're saying now. Because I see exactly it's, it's all, what you're saying. black and trans people have all, it's always been, they've always been there. But now yeah. in this time you want to do the. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. it like wasn't that popping when she first, when Taylor Swift first came out. It wasn't that popping to have, Mm-mm, it wasn't that popping no. to have drag queens yeah. in your videos. You were playing mm. guitars and, and playing Rapunzel in, 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 in the castle when you were asking about whatever the fuck you were asking about. You know what I'm saying? So. Mm. Yeah, you feel me? Yeah, it's no, just, the, totally it's just the 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 commercial. I'll say even I'll say me. between between Demi Lovato and Taylor Swift, um, just because we use them as an example, mm-hmm. I feel like Demi is more genuine with okay. with how she tells her story mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. how she gets her voice out. Yes. Yes. I will say that. Mm-hmm. I agree. I feel like Taylor Taylor uses a little. It's a little commercialized for me. Very. I, it's something about her in general. I'm not, I don't know if that's not like a hater, but every time I just see her, I just look, I think of like white supremacy. Like it's just, she looks, she, she looks she racist. She's irritating when I look at her. She irritates me. She just looks racist her. to me. I feel like it's just racism. She is. No, yeah, no. <laughs> I, she is definitely giving that for sure. It's giving very much like, um, what is it, Confederate flag? Like it's very much like, 
And mind you, ain't she from like, ain't she from the country? Pennsylvania. She from Pennsylvania. You know, oh, shit. I thought that was Pennsylvania. Tennessee. No, 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 Pennsylvania. I'm, I ain't say Philly. I said Pennsylvania. <laughs> true, okay. true. There's, so. there's a lot of parts of Pennsylvania, baby. Mm hmm. A lot mm-hmm. of Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't like I I loved Taylor. When I tell y'all I loved Taylor Swift when she Same. first started. Same. Like I was when I was learning how to play the guitar and things like that, I was always playing her songs. I just think over time she became gimmicky. Yeah. And very extremely I think, yeah. at first she was more genuine. Yeah. But like you getting mad very bringing, bringing woman empowerment into a, 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 a whack joke from Netflix is just yeah because I definitely wasn't I wasn't getting it for at first I was like huh <laughs> I, I wasn't yeah. getting what you were saying even when now, they even when they cut girl even since since the beginning of the time they've been pandering like even when they'll have like a random ass pop pop girl and have like a the blackest of the black rapper feature on the song and do the remix for this shit and then five mm-hmm. months later. They got caught saying saying nigger on Tumblr or some shit like that. You know what I'm saying? So exactly it happens yeah. all the time. Yeah, mm-hmm. all the fucking time. It's the yeah, it's the it's the receipts and the evidence and the history for me. Oh yeah, because niggas niggas be going back years. Uh, they do their homework and they mm-hmm. be pulling out all the receipts. Like niggas, I'm like damn. Why like, how do you even? It's like damn. Another tweet from like 2014 when you was calling somebody a nigger and saying this about Asian people. God yeah. damn it. And you just had the baby on your damn song. Anyway. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so that's all for my <laughs> topics. Um, did you guys have anything else that you wanted to discuss before I move on to music? I have like one song I wanted to, or one person I wanted to highlight and that's about it for the music for me. And then, oh, my bad. Sorry, not music. Shows. I would say music. Shows. Um, Music wise, I just had to talk about Snowfall and the Mass Singer came back. Wise or so. television wise? TV wise. TV wise, yes. Yeah, I want to talk about Snowfall, bitch, because girl, I'm all caught up and I watched everything. Um, finally, you, have I, you seen finally. Snowfall yet? I have not. Okay, so um, I need you to catch up. Tommy but have you seen Coming to America yet? I Tommy? know, I know. I just Tommy. it's right. Hello. Have you seen Coming to America yet? I did. I did. You did? I, I did. I didn't watch that again. I, I didn't watch watched it, it about three times. Okay. I'll be talking oh, about you that. You that much? No, I'm not saying that. I oh, just wanted to study it. Yeah. Um, I, guess, I got I one positive review, too. but okay. I got some questions um, too, yeah. But before that, Snowfall, real quick. Um, so, yeah, I'm all caught up on Snowfall. I'm when did you breeze, catch up? I'm going to breeze over everything. Just like, I'm going to give it like a nice summarized, like a mm-hmm, summarized mm-hmm. thing. Here's the thing, right? Okay. So, Damson Idris, who plays Franklin, is fine as fuck. I love him. I'm in love oh with him. I, want to I, I love him. But he's such a he's such a bad person, really. He's a bad person. He's a bad person. Um, you know, this, say that. A, I mean, you know, I understand. Yeah, but like it's just like, but essentially he's a bad person. Um even though, even though Andre had to go, damn, you killed your girl. Man, your, fuck your, your Andre, bitch. I know, but he did. He did have to go though. He had to fuck go. Fuck Andre. I he hated Andre anyway. He had to go. Because you ain't Superman. Fun. Yeah, you a cop, but nigga, like mind your business. There's, there's always a situation in these shows like that where you should just mind your goddamn business. And then on and top of that, like he was the, he was trying to be Superman and shit, and like you are experiencing racism in 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 your own police force. 
they call you oh you're one of the good ones and like type shit like nigga what exactly. the fuck do you fuck about what these white motherfuckers think about you like, uh, yeah I get it it's, it's the cracker it's the cocaine epi- epidemic or whatever but nigga if you don't go in and fucking write parking tickets in my you your goddamn business but it, but, it's but white it's white niggas out here selling that shit too go find them yeah um it's that and then also um uh i really like leon he has a lot of heart i think i I love him the heart of the show he's on my favorite a lot um and i loved how early on i loved how he cared for wanda because you don't really see that see that in a lot of hood niggas they don't really give a fuck about these bitches but he he really fucked with wanda he did and he still fucks with her even though she's a crackhead now um he loved her but I will say this though, like um, that whole thing with Scully and and the whole shootout thing, and then the car thing, and whatever the fuck, that's mm-hmm. not on Leon. That's not Leon's fault. If it's you not- know you got a, if you know you got a kid in the car, why the fuck you pulling out about to shoot somebody? Drive that's off. That's what I said. Pull and off. why was hold on though? But if I know that bitch had to know that they these niggas had beef with some other niggas around that way. So no, 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 no. Remember, remember, Leon and Fatback hired that private investigator, and they found where Scully be at. Oh yeah, yeah. So that's where they were at. They were trying to run up on him when he was like, yeah. So you know, um, but 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 still, I wouldn't have me and my child in that car with them. Exactly. If you you know who in the back, you know in the back. No, the thing is, like, they didn't know that Leon and them was camped out watching them, but they pulled up and looked over and saw Leon and them, and it was like, oh shit, that nigga Leon. They pulled the gun out on them first. There was but a the thing if you see them, them, yeah, if you see them niggas drive off, it's a kid in the backseat. Drive the fuck off. It's a five-year-old yeah, girl in the backseat. Them, like, why are y'all pulling out guns shooting? It's a kid in the backseat. And a woman that don't niggas. and her mother who don't have nothing to do with it. So and then and then so now Leon feel he feels so fucked up. Because he did because he, he did just kill her. But, girl. Yeah, but it's not, I mean, yeah, he's a human and he's like, you know, he's like he he feels awful, but essentially it's just not it's not Leon's fault. It wasn't it's his fault. Because if he knew that little girl was in that backseat, he would have never shot at her. It's not Leon's fault. If he knew that girl was in that backseat, he would have never shot at them. So now it's the whole thing of like, you know, um, they have to either give up Leon or it's going to be a war. And honestly, mm-hmm. it's going to be, they want to find a way not to give up Leon. Because I don't, Leon is part of the main cast. And I feel like if they exactly. get rid of Leon, that's weird. I don't think they're going to get rid of you Leon. Can't, don't we already so. don't have Kevin. Kevin, So oh, we, yeah, gotta, we, gotta, we need Leon. Yeah, but even when Kevin was around, I feel I feel like Leon had more of a um impact. I feel like Leon is like like I said, he's like more of the heart of the show for me. Like I feel like he like they're not gonna get rid rid of Leon. I don't think not 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 no they can't. It's too early. They can't. Not no time soon. I don't think so. I don't think so. I I don't see. I I don't see Leon leaving anytime soon. Like that's and I hope and I hope that we do see Wanda's recovery too. I'm really hoping for that. that. I hope because he paid for them to keep her in the hospital longer. Yeah, so she 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 recovers. He still cares about her. Yeah. He does clearly. So how do you think? Have um, to do that. So, do you think that male is going to come back at any point? Because I know that. Oh, sorry. One more to. thing. One more thing. That Asian uh, reporter, she going to die. Somebody She's going to die, and I don't she care if she dies. She going to mind a bit. She need to mind a bit. Just business. like Somebody Andre, bitch. Me. If you mind your manage your business, you'd still be here. Yeah, she's going to die eventually. So now, at this point, I'm trying to figure out how she's going to die. I called that because the father because the father already over her shit because he was like, get out. Don't ask no more questions. Don't ask no more questions. That's his sign, bitch. He's not about to snitch. But you want all, but you are going through all this for a damn story. I get, I guess, I guess it was different in the sixties. I mean, she's a reporter, but still, bitch, like it's it's other stories to go. Like you can find another story. It was an epidemic of of crack cocaine. You can find another story in L.A. Go to Scare Row. You'll find another story. (laughs) I'm not even trying to be funny. So yeah, but so do you think that Mel is going to come back anytime soon, or like how? I hope so because I want to see. I want to see. Even if her and Franklin don't, oh yeah, get right together. He killed her daddy. With that, right, but I just wanted to see her get 
I want to just like Wanda. I want to see her get clean eventually. Even though she's a little no, bit no, no, she, no, she, no, no, she, no. I think I is think Mel is good. Mel is clean. Yeah, remember, she, remember the reporter came to the house. She was good. She's all whole. She's like all holy and bobbled up now. Oh shit! I can't. Even yeah. Remember. Um. So what I'm saying on. is, I I feel like, huh? There's so much that has gone on. Yeah. So I feel yeah, like just um, lost all of it. I've I feel like I don't it. know. I mean, is she gonna come back in some way, shape, form? I don't. I don't know. I'm not sure. Maybe I think not. she. I, I, I feel like she will. Um, because you know that cop Andre's partner is still trying to get Franklin. Mm, Franklin no. up with some shit or whatever. No, he's not. He's no. He got the picture. What the fuck? Why don't I remember nothing? I don't know. Um, yeah, so that one, and I love, love um, I love Man Boy. Well, I love the actor that plays Man Boy. Um, like you have and... a crush? No, I just think I just like he's doing a good job. Oh, I, um, that I, say, I don't like him. Is, um, and <gasps> oh, um, I don't know. I think the I think the uncle Jerome is going to like quit somehow. Oh yeah, and the fucking security guard quit. I knew he was going to quit because he was like sitting there like I can't do this shit no more. That whole time he was like, I can't do this shit no more. I can't. Yeah, do he was like, this is it for me. Mm-hmm. You know what though? That girl that Franklin fucking, I don't trust that bitch. She don't sit right, right with my spirit. Oh, she don't really? sit right with my spirit. I don't trust that bitch. She gonna get him in trouble some kind of way. Yeah. Ooh. I don't trust that bitch at all. I want him to stop fucking her. Ooh. Like I don't. Because Louise was like, because she get Louise gave her a job at the at the club, and Louise yeah. was like, I mean, as long as you fucking her, I can trust her, right? It's Louis. Louis. <laughs> Sorry, Louis. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. I don't trust um, that girl. I don't trust that girl at all, man. I do not. I don't care. Franklin, she knows too much. She knows too much. I don't trust her. Yeah. And um, people on Twitter is well, he, she knows at least that he was looking for Scully and make, trying to make sure Scully was dead. So she knows too much. I don't mm. I don't trust that girl. Like she just came out of nowhere for like. Mm. Yeah, that's all I gotta say about everything. But yeah, I think wow. Jerome, I think um, I think Jerome, I think I don't know, something about Jerome that like, he just wants to doesn't does Jerome want to stop? The whole drug I thing. think he, I think he wants because you know he got his store up business. And he wants his business. He wants his business he wanted back to, he, I think he just wanted to get his what he wanted to do up and running. I think he's good now. But Franklin is invested and he wants to keep this shit going. Yeah, so and also like I know that at some point him and Louis want to have kids. You know. Yeah, like the clock is ticking now. Yeah, so that's all I gotta say about that. I'm, I'm really, I can't wait. I mean, for I want new, you to watch it tomorrow. Oh no, I'm definitely gonna watch it because the way I you guys are talking woman, about it, yeah. it sounds yeah. like it's just <laughs> it should get the real. It's hot. Shit gets real. Yeah. The tea is piping hot. Wow. All the episodes okay. on Hulu. Okay, That's so um for coming to America, um, I liked it for what it was. Like I said before, I liked it for what it was. But there was a couple mm-hmm. things like like um I feel like why was there no paternity test? Like you just believed that this was your child, and then on, and then also, um, and then uh, it was the. What? I think when he started rapping out of nowhere with Tiana Taylor, that was kind of weird. Um, I have to watch That's all I have to say about that. But other than that, like, I like just from what you said though. I'm like, what the fuck? So you just you just automatically believe somebody's your child? Yeah. That yeah. already, I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. Okay. First, first, can I acknowledge the fact that um, so far from what I know, there were four people that were involved in the film that are from the DMV. Oh, yeah. Oh, cool. uh, so what's his, what's his face? The one that played his son, he's from D.C., yeah. The guy that plays the son is from the DMV. Mm-hmm. Oh, I did hear that. Um, um, there's, a, there's a song that's on the soundtrack 
uh, where, you know, the, the, the boy is waking up in the palace for the first time and he's getting dressed and just about to get bathed. The song that's playing in the background is by Bo Young Prince. He's from the DV. Okay. Also, um, a wonderful singer, um, Yana Crawley, who won the first Sunday's Best. You guys know the show Sunday's oh, Best? Oh, yeah. He also sang um, in the movie. And okay. I think there is someone else. Oh, um, the designer for the, the red wedding dress. Mm-hmm. Did you guys see the wedding dress scene? I didn't see the movie yet, so... Oh, okay. oh wow! Well, the scene where Devito is performing and they come uh-huh. out in the in the yes, the designer is from the DMV. Oh, yes! So shout out to them. Okay, well, that's right. But a lot of DMV as far artists. As the movie. <laughs> um, <laughs> I did. I I thought I thought that we could have done without the movie. Mm. Um, it was a, it was a money grab. That's what it everybody was definitely, said. Yeah, I think it's because, you know, the people were asking for it, so they gave it. And they had everybody uh, whatever. In it. But it I didn't like the dying it. scene when the king died. I hated <laughs> he that He died scene. sitting down. <laughs> Hold on, James Earl Jones died. He said, he said, I'm going to die now. And started closing his eyes, literally <laughs> in his, at his, you know, funeral concert in the coffin thing. And it's just, it just was so... I didn't like that part. I didn't like that part. So and I also I didn't like the that. fact that they didn't do a paternity test like like um Danny said. Mm-hmm. Um it just wasn't it's realistic for me. Yeah. At least yeah, the first understand. one Did you notice that it was PG13? That was funny. Or something like that. It was like it was the rating was like PG13 or something like that. Yeah. You notice that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But like I don't I don't know. It just and there was a too many people in in the movie that too many familiar faces and cameos and shit. It was yeah. one of them. It's one of those ordeals where they put a bunch of celebrities in it mm-hmm. and like hype yeah. it up because it's all these like known legendary people or whatever. And so everybody's like, oh, it's going to be great. And people fall for it every time. And you notice and Tommy, like um, people, and then it's never that good. You notice that they paid a lot of influencers too. They get him over to come into America, makeup palette. And yeah. They had people oh, really? Posting. They did. Yes. They did. It was a lot of promo. Mm-hmm. Oh, every mm-hmm. on on TikTok, I I I started uh making TikToks, y'all. Follow me, it's still Katie Kane. But um, yeah, on TikTok, right. every time people, um, every time somebody, every time I turn around, somebody posts something, it won't have shit to do with that movie, but they'll put "Coming to America" too, on like as a hashtag, just so somebody can watch it. Like, mm-hmm. like literally, it, it, it you child, it could be a they could be singing a Taylor Swift song, and they'll put hashtag "Coming to America" too. Or whatever. Yeah, like. coming to America merch as well. Um, yeah, it was it was very much they paid they paid a lot for marketing, child. I will say that. Mm. Yeah, but I mean, I, I will say maybe it got a lot of views. I'm pretty oh, sure yeah. it did. Oh it yeah, was, for sure. Yeah, highest, for sure. It was one of the highest views um on that on that Prime Video app. Wow. For sure, it got a lot of views. Because mm-hmm. like, I mean, I just wasn't. It was a legend, legendary movie. So yeah, like if I'm if I'm gonna watch oh. Um, if I'm gonna watch Coming to America, I'm not gonna think to watch Coming to America too. Yeah, I'll be honest with you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Everybody, my best friend said she tried to watch it like three times and she was high and she still couldn't finish it. <laughs> I was like, "Woo, Jesus!" I could. I, I sat. I sat through um um comfortably. Um, like I said, I liked it for what it was. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Some things just don't need. Um, and like, then also, like, how did he just? How did he just sit? Like, literally, like, sit there and just fall in love with that hairdresser like that? That quick. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like he married her. He married her real quick. And then also, like, the whole point of him coming to that country was for him to become king. But they he ended up they ended up coming to their senses and letting the daughter be um be um be the queen. But you still let him marry that hairdresser like that for what? Like, what's the point of them getting married? If you're not gonna be king, I mean, if they wanted to get married, that's because they love each other. I know, no, but they damn, can y'all date first? But well, I mean, that's, in their country, that's in their, their culture. Oh, that's yeah, a yeah. Whole, that's okay. a culture thing. That's okay. like a normal okay. thing in their culture, you know. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's normal. So maybe I will that's what say that was. it was. It was interesting how he quickly adapted to that. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Hello. Well, I mean, yeah. I don't know. I was just, I don't know. The movie wasn't realistic for me. No. But like I it said, wasn't. it was, it is, I mean, you know, it was very much a, I'm surprised it wasn't on Disney Plus. Shit. Not oh, Disney no, Plus, no, no, no. The way the, way the damn show was going, the way the damn movie was going, I'm surprised it wasn't no, no, on no, no, damn no. Disney Plus. Mm-hmm. With all the ma- the marijuana and the, mm-hmm. oh, I mean, okay. I knew even if it wasn't a pandemic, a panorama, Whatever you want to call it, I knew it wasn't going to be in theater, child. It was going to go straight to TV or some streaming platform. I didn't have it going oh, to theaters absolutely. at all. I didn't have it going to theaters whatsoever. Yeah. Even mm-hmm. if we weren't in a pandemic and the movie theater was open as hell, I didn't see that happen. <laughs> so. Yeah. Mm-mm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, anywho. Well, that's I have all one more show. I have yeah, one more show. Tommy, do you watch The Mad Singer? No. No. <laughs> well, wow, why don't y'all watch? Okay. I'm just gonna say the I was excited about this. The the new season started on um when last Wednesday and Nisi Nash is hosting now. Okay. And she does a great job, but um the person that got eliminated, guess who was in the damn costume, y'all? Who? Kermit the Frog. What? Yes, huh? it was Kermit the Frog inside the costume. Was it the snail? Yeah, it was a snail. I did see that. Uh, I did see something like that on Instagram. It was a snail, and it was Kermit. And but wow. uh, Jenny McCarthy was actually like, he's giving a Kermit voice. His voice sounds like Kermit. And then when he got eliminated, of course, like all you saw was these little green hands come out and lift themselves up, and it was Kermit. And everybody was so excited. But it was just so random. I didn't even think that that could be a thing. Because he's not like, I mean, he's famous, but he's not like a person. You know? Right. He's still technically a, a character. He's a puppet. Right. A puppet. Right. A puppet character. Hmm. Yeah. It was weird. I don't and know. I've also... always found the mass Singer to be kind of weird to me. It just, I don't know. I did too. Yeah, they're going to run out of celebrities that we care about. I said that too before to myself, but I ain't say it out loud because mm-hmm. I love that show. But um, I I want to. I'm trying to figure out how to like how they got like mm, I don't know. Okay, how, okay, he's in this costume as a snail, but how they got him moving by himself? Like he was moving around the stage and shit. So I'm trying to figure out how that worked. Like he was moving around when he came out the costume. Talking and all that. So I did, like, but... did. Wasn't he on wheels? 
like the way the state he was moving. Yeah, the no, state, the costume part was on wheels, but I mean, who was working him? Did they make a new robotic <laughs> one? You see what I'm saying? Because he looked That's like the old thing. regular Kermit. So I'm like, how did that even work? That's interesting. I, I want to know, like, know the behind the scenes tea. Like, I want to know what happened. But yeah, the new, the new season started Wednesday. I le- see. I was I, when that first show first started. I was com- I was like, this is weird. Like, I'm not about to watch this because now they have a Mad mm-hmm. Santa, and I haven't watched it yet because it looks weird. But the, the show, I, it's fun trying to figure out who's who's who behind. I feel like one of the Backstreet Boys are on there as a Russian doll. Oh no! Um, I know more that than Jordan one Woods was on there. She was. She was on there last season. Yeah, that kind of shocked me because I didn't. She know lasted she a sing. good while though. She lasted a good while. Yeah, she I didn't have know a pretty she good voice. Mhm. I think Sarah Jessica Parker's on there too. Mm. And I think Ty- I swear to God, Tyrese is on there, y'all. He's like a robot, robot porcupine or something. But the voice—they're trying to figure out who he is, and they said like all these people that aren't even close, but he sounds exactly like Tyrese. I swear to God, Tyrese is on there. Interesting. Well, I'll, I'll probably watch one or two episodes to see how. Once you watch one, you're I swear, everyone. I anybody who hasn't watched it before, and I got them to watch it. Once they watch one episode, they were like obsessed with it. Because no, a lot of people true. have that's told me true. that it is good. I watched it, and I like the thing is, I can only take it in doses. Oh, you did? Because I'll get too. bored after a while. Yeah, I watched it. I watched it before. I watched it. Yeah, I watched it before. I, I, I take it in doses. I can't watch it all the way. Through. It's just I don't care. But no, it's, oh it's my cool. God, I, I like it. It's cool, but I don't. I'm not addicted. It's just to it. fun. It's just fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're trying to figure out who's who, who's in what costume, yeah. and whatever, and see if you're right. Because I've been right once or twice, but like, yeah. But I really, I'm really, I'm really, really, I'm like ninety percent positive the Backstreet Boys. Some of the Backstreet Boys are there, and I'm like, I'm pretty much like hundred percent positive that Tyrese is on there. But we're gonna see. I wouldn't be surprised. Interesting, because you know Tyrese is like musically Tyrese is like on the back burner so that'd be a good way to get his name into my mouth <gasps> not the back burner no shade because Tyrese is amazing yeah oh wow he like, is yeah um, like his voice is really good I love his voice oh yeah it is, it is. that's what I mean yeah. not him crying yeah. about his kids and stuff <laughs> um yeah. but yeah that was all my shows any shows for you Tommy I haven't had time to watch much um I've been, I finally caught up on this show. I know you guys probably haven't seen it, but it's called Snowpiercer. I heard about that. I think it was you that said that to me. Girl, I love that show. I don't know what it is. So um, basically it's about, um, there's this major climate change in the world and the, Mm -hmm. the, basically the earth is freezing. Like freezing the point everybody's dying. Every life itself is dying. So, um, before i guess like scientists figured out like when it's the day is actually going to happen and so they've been preparing this really rich billionaire mr wilford wilford he's been preparing and he got these engineers to build a train that goes around the world so like it continuously runs around the world and it and it holds a certain amount of people in the train i think it's about like it was about a thousand cars long. I'm into that. What channel did that come on? Is it on Hulu? Dang, I don't remember the channel. But I will, I'll send it to you when I find it. But um, basically, so um, there's like first class, second class, third class, and fourth class, which are like the poor, like dirt poor people that like basically forced themselves on the train. Like they weren't supposed to get on the train. 
but like they they bust through the police oh, it's to a get movie on the too. train. Yeah, it's a movie also. So basically, it's talking about it's basically about you know um, just the trials that they've been going through, going through a revolution on a train. Yeah, it's a whole revolution going on on a train. Like people fighting each other, trying to get their justice, and people trying to take power. It's it's so interesting. Oh, so to me, because it's like I don't know, like climate change and things like that. Like I don't know if you guys have been noticing lately yes. how the weather's been acting very funny, especially mm-hmm. like in Texas. How it hasn't been snowing in Texas, but now all of a sudden there's a snowstorm in Texas. I just feel like that show is very realistic to me, and it's helping yeah, me shows like prepare that. for if something like, crazy like that. Were I'm to the happen. same way. That's why I always used to watch The Walking. I don't watch it really much now, but I used to watch The Walking Dead. I, I'm into conspiracy mm-hmm. theories. So anything that I feel like could happen in real life, I watch those type of shows or movies to prepare myself for the future. Because it could possibly you never, know. you never know. So because it gives me it, ideas, like Walking Dead, it gave me like survival tips. All the time. I learned how to make like a filter for a water bottle on there. Like literally, <laughs> it teaches you shit. Mm. So like you, like you never know. You can't trust this government and stuff. Like you never know. Yeah. And like on the train, Mr. Wilford, they consider Mr. Wilford to be God. He's basically mm-hmm. God. And like there's people against him and there's people with him. Like they don't even pray to actual like God anymore. They're praying to like Mr. Wilford. Oh hell no. I'm gonna watch it. Oh yeah, it's very but next week I would have watched it. Um, but another it. One last, one last one that I, I watched recently this weekend with my mom. There's this um, movie on Netflix called "I Care a Lot." I'm actually gonna watch it again tonight. Y'all gotta watch that movie. I get. It's I know about. about. Oh, it's about this lady that works that works in the. Um, she works like with uh, what is it called? Nursing homes. So she does this scheme in the in the court and with the the nursing homes to basically scout go go to doctors offices and scout old people who are very wealthy, right? And live mm-hmm. by themselves, barely have any family and like she makes a deal with these doctors to like make a emergency statement to the court saying like, oh, this person is so sickly. Like um, they're going through this, that, and the third, this disease that to the point where they can't take care of themselves when actually they can. Mm. So this lady goes to the courts and, and she becomes their legal guardian. Whether they have family or not, she becomes their legal, legal guardian. And when you become a legal guardian, you have control over the assets, everything. So she takes over these old these old people, put them in the nursing home, take over their homes, their assets, everything, take all their money and keep everything until they die. Mm-hmm. And it just so happened she got another another, you know, client or whatever, captured her, but it goes left so fast. It goes left so fast. Like y'all gotta see it. It's it's I've never seen a movie like that. And it's, it kind of scares me for the like, you know, nursing home or like just the the whole pharmaceuticals, uh, I don't know what to say, environment. 
or the system mm. itself, it's it's kind of scary. It's very scary. I would never put my mom in a nursing home after watching. I it. do not trust nursing homes at all. I t- I was so against putting my grandmother in one. I was like, we are not doing that. We are not putting her mm-hmm. in a mm-hmm. She had a whole house. She paid off. But- Let her live in her fucking house. Absolutely. No, I don't. But it's it. so interesting. I'm definitely gonna watch it again. But yeah, that's that's all I have. Mm-hmm. I gotta check that out. Then. On, by next week, I would have watched it. Both of the Snowpiercer okay. and I care a lot. So listen out for that, y'all. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Well, um, is that all for the shows and movies, y'all? Yes. Okay. Yep. Um. So I have one musical uh, note. <laughs> Get it? <laughs> no, and then like the musical note. <laughs> um. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I'm, I can't stand myself. Um, yeah. So, um, y'all know, um, Tommy. Do you know JQ? He calls himself JQ Sound on Instagram. No. Okay. So he is actually uh, managing a new artist. Um, he's a producer producer from the DMB. He produced on, or he engineered on Dayon Green's uh project, Me. Okay. But he's managing this new girl. I think it's spelled. I think it's uh, pronounced. Evan or Yvonne it's spelled E apostrophe V A A N um and Taylor he he wants us to interview her um one of these days um I'm into but it she just released she just released an EP called Play Nice um it's called like it's, it's called a, like Play Nice and she's calling it like a, dem- a demo situation or whatever um so it's out on Spotify and Apple Music I can send you the links Tommy and Taylor uh, um okay. so I've, I've 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 skimmed it a bit and I heard her voice um I like it it's a vibe um so I wanted to highlight that it's like a new person to like get into do you have her Instagram name I, I do I can send you her page yeah, show me and that, all please. that stuff yeah um yeah I'm gonna send you the page and everything Let's see I'm into it but yeah I um yeah her, it's, do, you got, do you listen to Apple, Tommy and Taylor? Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. yeah her Apple, the Apple link is on in her bio, so y'all can. Uh, okay, cool. Okay, so cool. Yeah, I just sent, I just sent her, I sent y'all her page. Oh, okay. Yeah. Anywho. Yeah. Okay. Huh? Oh, she's a hottie. Oh, she pretty. Oh, she. Ooh. Ooh. What Taylor? Ooh. I know that's right. you say Taylor? I said, was that your only music? Shout yeah, I said that, yeah. Uh-huh. Tommy, did you have anything? Um, as far as music? Mm-hmm. Uh, like to say? Yeah. Oh, mm, not at the moment. Uh, I'm just, I'm just excited for, uh, for what everybody has in store for this year. Mm. I feel like this year is about to be really, yeah, really still early. It's still early. It's still early, but I, I don't know. I just, I'm excited. You know, the street's about to open up. The streets are open. Low key, low, they low key open up. <laughs> Cause I'm, I'm back at work and all that. Oh, wow. Yeah. I'm back at work like, too. Actually at we, the school? Yeah, like on Thursdays and Fridays, I'm back at work. Mm. It's like, they got, co- they, that's how when y'all were talking about cohorts earlier. I was like, yeah, that's a cohorts mean because they got a Monday, Tuesday cohort and a Thursday, Friday oh, cohort. groups, yeah. Yeah, mm. so um, I'm Thursday, Friday. Oh, so, wow. bitch, I, with the time change and waking up at six o'clock in the morning, bitch, I'm tired. I guess that's smart. Um, because I guess you know, when y'all get tested, 
it gives time to like let it settle in and you know mm-hmm. that can get more accurate they, results they, I they guess. They probably start testing us every two weeks too so you'll know who got what or who don't got what mm-hmm. so that's good so and they're being pretty cautious so mm-hmm. I'm like okay but yeah okay well that's yeah alright right. Okay. Is that all for the? Is that all for the episode? Episode ninety. We almost to hundred. Yeah, we getting up there, baby. We gotta figure out what we gonna do for hundred episodes. We gotta figure out what we gonna do. Congratulations. Yeah, figure out. Thank you. Thank you so much. Okay. Thank you um, very much. Yes. So, thank you guys for listening to episode ninety of Heard the Podcast. You can find us on Instagram and Twitter at Heard the Podcast. H E R D the Podcast. You can find me, Danny, on Instagram at Danny DeVito underscore underscore. That's D A N I D E V I C O underscore underscore. And Danny DeVito with one underscore on Twitter. And you can find me at Katie Heron C A D Y H A R I N. That's on all platforms, including TikTok. Follow me. Trying to make some coins, girl. Okay, um, <laughs> Tommy. And you guys can find me at t o m m i dot music. That's my Instagram or on my website at tommymusic.com. Yes, and make sure you guys um, spread the word. You can listen to our podcast on all podcast streaming platforms at Spotify, Apple, iHeartRadio, SoundCloud, all them places. Um, and thanks again for listening. Bye. Bye. Bye.